two, three, four, five. That's right. Top five bangs with a special guest. A very special guest. So get ready to rock and roll. Wake up. What is oh, that's, that's sick. I think you hit record and I was like, wake up. Wake up. <laughs> so yeah. What's up, bud? What up, Steven? Nothing. I'm Nothing. Perfect. I like it. Makes me happy. Me too. So, whoa, bro, you gotta stop talking at the same time. I know, for real. Um, last time we chatted, we broke down our, I guess, favorite or like most iconic guitar riffs. Um, it's pretty sick. Uh, according to a lot of people, a few people, we missed a few. Um, well, we said that was going to happen anyways. Yeah, I mean, it's impossible for us to get, get them all, but like some of the ones like I know our dude Tate from Midwest December was like how um, we missed an American football song, and I listened to it, and I was like, oh, my God, how? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some, of the, some of the songs we missed, I was like, oh, shit. Like, yeah, my buddy Mike was like, he was like, asking if the Mighty Mighty Boston's were on that. And that's not a guitar. Yeah, but it's a good intro. We had a couple that weren't even just guitars. Like we you had, had a bass one, and I had one that wasn't. What did you? Oh, Angels yeah. and airwaves. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess we could have done that. I had what's my age again? That's a guitar. Yes, yes, it is. Oh, <laughs> <intro>. <laughs> that, that we forgot. Where are you going, dude? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, where are you going with this? Um, anyway, um, that was a fun episode to do for sure. Yeah. Uh, but this one, I think, is going to be a hell of a lot more fun because we have a special guest coming on to join us. That's right. Um, so we're going to do our top five bangers, but with a little twist. Do you? Do you want to surprise the people with that guest, or do you want to tell them who he is? Um, we'll just surprise him. Yeah, y'all can yeah. y'all can be surprised when we bring in our guest here. Um, we'll just say we have had him on before. Yeah, he's a reoccurring guest. Our first reoccurring guest. This is true. Oh my god, our first reoccurring guest on the Empty Space Podcast. We said that we'd become best friends, and now yeah, we're yeah, we're yeah. building Legos and we're talking on a podcast. Yeah, chilling. It's not not real. You ready? Let's send it. Yeah, let's get him on. Who's that? Oh, there he is. There he is. (laughs) How you fellas doing? What What up, buddy? What up? It's good. Good to see you again, buddy, with the Comeback Kid shirt. Hey, hey, I figured it. I'd wear the fucking Boston colors <laughs> I that I have for this one. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. It, it was appropriate, I thought. I yeah, love absolutely. it. How's your, how was your day, bro? Dude, it's life's weird right now, man. So I'm like, I'm working still, which is wild. Mm. I, I get my Vax next week, which is dope. True. But I'm sitting at this point where like I'm going to change over in my season. And the kids that are working with me are just stupid. 
<laughs> so like I, I do school photos for work and the school yeah. I was at today was like 140 odd kids. And the girl that was working with me did 12 in two hours. Oh, she took and, 12 pictures. Yeah. In two hours. And it's not like, Hey, I'm like, they're good pictures. It was just like, I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, solid. So I shot a hundred and holy twenty shit, odd dude. children, which is a weird sentence to say unless you realize. <laughs> yeah. I shot one hundred and twenty kids today. Yeah, all right, <laughs> that's a great pickup line. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, it confuses shit. the hell out of my grandparents. So yeah. I was at this <laughs> down the road shooting these kids. Wait, what? <laughs> but what were you doing there, Nicky boy? <laughs> well, it's even better because like they live right next to one of the schools I work at. So I'm just like, hey, I'm shooting some kids by you tomorrow. I'm gonna swing by. Solid. Solid. They're, they're slowly getting it. It's been <laughs> no, eight, don't, eight, eight don't, years. Yeah, don't come by. Don't come by. <laughs> so I got I to gotta say this. Batch, it looks like you just shaved your beard and then glued it on Kara's face. Because, like, <laughs> way shorter and way bigger than it was. Yeah. Good job, gentlemen. Yeah. We're just flipping it around you a little bit here. That's all. <laughs> and I, I got to join the backwards hat club. Give me a sec. All right. Yeah, all yeah. right. <laughs> I feel if y'all are doing it, I'm gonna I'm gonna be a part of it. You're gonna have Fuck to. Yeah. Yeah, I want to fit in. Yeah. <laughs> the cool kids do it. Oh, we're fucking. Yeah. We were in the group chat today, and Luke's giving me shit for. They call me a hard drive because like my fingers on the pulse, and I just remember everything. And so he shares like this uh, knocked up parody movie with Brian Callen in it, and I'm like, oh yeah, it's fucking hilarious. He's like. I literally just can't say anything unless Nick already knows it. Like, this is bullshit. You're getting busy. <laughs> and so I just come back with, well, man, I don't have that many friends. So I just, I spend time on the internet. It's great. <laughs> <Yeah. Christ. laughs> That's awesome, man. Damn, bro. Hit it hard. Look, you guys look good. You look like you're doing well. Yeah. 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 Not bad. Yeah. yeah. It's been good over here. I just, uh, yeah, I just working and um, playing a little puck and doing the podcast, man. Same shit. Same shit. Good deal. Yeah. Speak, yeah. Speaking of uh, hockey, you see, uh, you see who we got there. Yeah, the guy you should have gotten when the draft <laughs> came around Dude, in the first place. I'm. Sa- I said that. I was like, why? Like Sagan <laughs> would have made so much more sense in Edmonton. Yeah. And Hall made so much more sense here. Like, that's what you get when you have but two I mean, idiot GMs. You got him for like a bag of pucks. Yeah, we literally did. <laughs> Like legit yep. nothing. Yeah, Nick, we traded the bag of pucks we got for Stagan for him. Hey, I'll right. take that deal. Any day <laughs> it only of took week. ten years. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, what is it? Uh, fuck, Eichel leaves. Or not Eichel. Who the fuck was it? There's two guys left Buffalo the following year, won cups, and then it's like okay, O'Reilly, 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 and somebody else. But uh, uh, oh, Bogosian. Yeah, went to Tampa. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they're like, yeah, Taylor Hall leaves and goes to Boston, and Boston gets the number one draft pick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure. He almost yeah. won some. Dude, yeah, Batch was telling me that we're we're trying to do a, a Chell tourney. Yes. We need to get that okay. figured the fuck out. That has Brad, to happen. Sure. Brad's my, like, I don't own Chell anymore. Okay. Like, I think the last one I have is, like, 06. Oh, my what God. Fuck? <laughs> I... I switched over at one point from Xbox to PlayStation. I just never bought another NHL game. So my 360s oh, got like a fuck ton, but like, right. That's where it sits. But Brad's my guy. So now that Brad is back in town and we're kind of allowed to see each other again, we're going to have to set it up and get drunk Hell and scream yeah, at dude. each other on the internet. For let's sure. Let's fucking do it, dude. Dude. So how, 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 um, how's everything going on your end? I know you said the whole shooting kids thing and stuff, but. 
Other than that, how's life? <laughs> I know COVID's a little different. I really, I really hope that's not the sound bite from this. So how are that's, things? I know you were shooting kids. Shooting kids. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the 10 second clip I pay. Uh, it will be. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, it's good. Like we're getting everything kind of wrapped up since we talked last, like we managed to shoot a video for the new, new cycle and everything. And you know, now it's just this tedious process of, okay, we've got to finish the mixes and it's getting like really nitpicky to like, well, this one snare hit doesn't sound right, so we need to redo the entire uh, Oh, I remember you talking about that on the yeah. Twitch talk. I was yeah. like, that sounds so aggravating. <laughs> it isn't, it isn't. It's one of those things, like, I'm very, like, I like doing the design stuff, and I like the performance aspect, and so when it comes down to, like, the really nitpicky mix stuff, I'm like, y'all figure this one out. Like, I, <laughs> it sounds the same to me, but it's also, like, it's not my instrument, so I'm not going to sit and try to, like, recreate how the drums go. That's I right. made sure... That, that there's a, a sample somewhere in the song not even a sample i recorded me opening a can of beer like at a drop and i made sure you could hear it oh, i don't remember yeah. where the fuck it is but i was like it needs to be boosted a little bit and everybody's that's like, yeah, fucking okay. sick <laughs> yeah but no like sitting digging through that um hopefully you know something soon i've got my last episode of the twitch talk season because i'm fucking tired yeah like, man dude it's I'm working full time. I'm banned full time, and then I'm trying to do that. I was like, I don't have time to like research people anymore. So like, I'm lot. finishing my season this week, and then I'm gonna take like a month and just like start building it up and like slowly put things together. That's um, good. I That'll think give the boys, you the itch too. Yeah, the boys are doing the last episode of Espresso Time this week as well to kind of take a break on that. Nice. And oh, then awesome. yeah, well, we're just gonna keep rolling with it and hopefully get music out way sooner than we want to. Oh, that's oh, that's that's amazing. I like that. I'm so yep. pumped for this. Like, oh, I can't wait. You guys are excited. Fuck, it's been two <laughs> years since I'm like, I Dude. did things. <laughs> things have happened. We also have a bone to pick with you too. By the way, speaking of Twitch talk, yeah, yeah, you're not a story so far fan. No. Hang up. <laughs> Hang on. Disconnect. <laughs> no, I've I've been very um very open about that one because it is like a very hot topic kind of issue with a lot of people. But it's I I have some like memories associated with them. Oh kind of, like, okay. things that it's just, you know, hearing the music and being around it, it's just it not triggering, but it just like doesn't put me in the best headspace. And so I yeah, just, yeah. I just don't. I can see that. Um yeah, I get and it. And it's that. like it, as bullshit as it is, it's about a girl and it's about another like dude I used to play music with. And so it's just like a whole yeah, lot tied wanna. to that that I'm just like, I, I could do without it. There's a mm. million other bands in there for sure. Yeah, that makes sense. For oh, sure. That definitely mean, makes sense. Cover it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's fine. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> I'm, I'm unapologetically not a story so far. Fan. There is like 10 feet away from me a story so far hoodie from when I saw them. Oh, like, hell that's yeah. cool. it's not like I came out and I was like, they, I heard the song, well, fuck that. Like, I used to love them, but just a lot of well, memories. If you don't ever want the hoodie, send it my way, bro. <laughs> <laughs> next time next time I wind up doing a merch ride, something will wind up at a doorstep. Right? <laughs> what the hell is that? Yo, speaking of that, I appreciate the uh, the candy and the, the mask and the shit, dude. That shit was Oh, tight. hell yeah, man. I appreciate you, boys. <laughs> that's what I do. I li- I've got six orders I have to ship out tomorrow. Yeah. And I have I don't own a printer. So, like, I have to go to my parents' place and, like, print off labels. <laughs> uh, so, I'm, like, fortunately working near my parents' place tomorrow. So, I'm, like, packing all my orders tonight, like, in Sharpie, like a kindergartner writing on a, like, envelope. Like, this is who this one's for. So, I remember. Yeah. Because I've done that before where I just, like, packed everything. I'm, like, I don't know what's in each of these. And, like, I'll rip them open and do it all again. No so, way. I learned from my mistakes. I'm better at it now. And I put candy in every order. Because... <laughs> 
Hell yeah. I, I hope my mug didn't get like confiscated at customs. <laughs> no, Luke's doing, I think it's three or four of them at a time because it's, it's bizarre, but it, for some reason, if we ship them one at a time, it's like $20 in shipping. Oh, but if fuck we do that. Like three or four of them at a time, it drops to like seven. Oh, hell yeah. So I, uh, that makes sense. Cause they, yeah, they totally. like loaded it with like candy and stuff. And there was a, um, a discrepancy between with the, um, is it the Kinder egg? Is that what it is? Uh, I don't know if they actually put one in there. I don't know if they did. I thought they did. And then they were like taking it out and putting it back in. And I was like, put it in there. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, cause you guys, yeah, you guys aren't allowed those down there, right? You're not allowed. Um, I think toys. we have them, but they're different. Yeah, oh, oh there might are, be candy in it. Yeah, yours are like a half and half thing. Our, it's I think, as fucked up as it is that I know this, it's American law to have, or you can't have a toy covered in something edible because it becomes a choking hazard. So they have right. to be separated. Whereas us, we fucking don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, I know. We're running around here with like cobra chickens on the loose. That's a big priority. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Canadian geese. <laughs> oh, man. That's great. I love Those it. fuckers are angry. They are. They are. Fuck yeah. Well, we got our top five bangers. This is going to be fucking sick. Everyone's got killer-ass songs. Which I'm, is I'm throwing an audible in mine because like, I sent it okay. this morning, and I was like, it was the first song I listened to was Animals by Architects, and I like, listened more throughout the rest of the day, and I'm like, I can do better than that. <laughs> <laughs> we do that all the time, man. Yeah. We'll like sit there, and like I'll send Steve like my list. And then, like, 10 minutes beforehand, I'm like, yeah, I changed, like, five of them. So, good luck. Dude, there, there was only five on the list. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> we'll be like, yeah. Like, what the? F-? <laughs> that's the best. That's, like, the fa- – I like that. That's, like, my favorite part. Like, I was literally driving, and I was, like – I only had, like, three. I sent mine, like, the last because I only had three at the time. And then I was driving, and I was like, I like these two songs. These two songs will fit. Yeah. And then fuck it. No, actually, I'm going to bring up both your lists, too, so I have them on here as well. There we go. Yeah, yeah, batch. I gotta, I gotta say, I appreciate you sending a Spotify list. Yeah, and then I'm just like trying to type these out. Like, I'm not even spelling like things properly or like the full <laughs> song name. I was just like, it's a, the idea is there. Yeah, <laughs> that's all that matters. I don't expect anybody to get a camping in Alaska song. I don't know if you know that band, Nick. Uh, I was listening to it before we hopped on this. Okay, like, cool. I, I was uh, looking yeah. at yours and I'm like, I know so. Like, I know. The first and second. Obviously, I know the fourth one. Yep. I had to refresh myself on the third, and I'm like, I have no idea what camping in Alaska <laughs> is. So, yeah, threw that on. And then that's right when you sent it. So, I think I got like 45 seconds into it. So, that's enough. Fuck yeah. Yep. Fuck that's yeah. enough. That's enough. All right. We, we want to get into it, boys. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, we'll let Nick go first since he's the guest. Yeah. So, are we, we're starting with like, are you guys doing a rated like five to one kind of thing, or is it just throw five songs out there? You can do five to one, or you can just whatever you decide. Yeah, I have yeah. I have mine just randomly. I didn't have them five yeah. to one, but if I if we wanted to do that, I could do it now. But it really doesn't matter. Then I'm, yeah, uh, if, if that's the case, because I literally hadn't rated them, and I was like, okay, good. <laughs> I got right, fine. <laughs> no, no, uh, your eyes just lit up. Uh, like, Fuck. <laughs> this is way easier. <laughs> um, I'm gonna start with Living with Lions, Tidal Waves. <laughs> Um, so this is we, a good one. We got to tour with Lions uh, in January of 2019. And like being a Canadian band, they're only from like 16 hours away from us. 
mm-hmm. which is Only. ridiculously far. Yeah, <laughs> like, that sentence <laughs> so came out casual. of my mouth, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna get roasted." <laughs> um, I mean, they're, they're Vancouver, we're Edmonton. They're kind of close, um, but so we got to do this run with them, and it was right after they put out um, the record Island, and like. Mm-hmm it's a band i've looked up to for a long time like honestly like the holy shit record itself um there's a whole controversy behind that with them and the canadian government and i fucking love it <laughs> uh, i'm an angsty kid i watched yeah. i watched them play in a half pipe when i was like 16 what? years old at a skate park here and like that's wow. it, it's a that's... band that i was like fuck yeah like i got to do that too with them half those dudes are in comeback now so it's it's a that's wild so fucking time, but that's like, so yeah. punk. Um, when they dropped that song, it was the video I saw first. And actually, I'm looking at my list now. I'm like, I picked four, well, three of these songs more based on the video than I did on the, the music. <laughs> that's all but right, man. I digress. Um, we're sitting and like, I'm getting to this run. And I'm watching this this video, and they're playing in a venue that we've played many times before. And like the art they did with it was really cool. And the, the song itself just rips. Like as soon as that intro lit comes in, I'm just like, yep. And hell yeah. Going for yeah. It. I've crowd killed in our van while we're driving to it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, fucking sick. sick. Yeah. Yeah. I listened to that song. It was, it was pretty good actually. I actually thought they were going to like scream in it for some reason. I oh, mean, Ch- Chase is just an angry human. Yeah. No. yeah. <laughs> we I got mean, he's, that. <laughs> he's one of the few dudes we've toured with that's shorter than me. And I love it. But him and I are just the angriest two motherfuckers. It's awesome. Oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's I get that. It's so awesome when you finally meet someone who's, like, shorter than you. You're like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot relate to this, boys. <laughs> yeah. I am very tall. <laughs> I hate you. It's yeah, that's same. Okay. <laughs> I, I get it all the time. It's fine. Everywhere I go. Let me, I mean, I'm like 5'7", so, like, yep. I'm, oh, wow. not, I'm not doing that great. Yeah. It's great every time we do a photo shoot. I have to like either stand on my like we did press photos not too long ago, and I had to make sure they shot waist up and I'm on my toes like as tall as I can possibly be. And I'm <laughs> still, hell, bro. <laughs> I'm still the shortest dude in the band when I'm doing that. Oh, like, it's man. not fair. It's all right. Sucks. It's all right. All right. All right, Stevie. You want to go, buddy? I'll go, man. All right. I'll go. Why not? I'm gonna go with uh, handguns. Uh, these fucking these guys fucking rock. Uh, self-portrait. Absolutely killer. And I love the little Miss Sunshine sample in the beginning. I don't know if you guys have seen that at all. The movie. Yeah. Hell yeah. Dude, that fucking sample in the beginning is my favorite. Uh, but this song just goes hard. Uh, it's their opening track off their sing- and it's basically their single from the third album. Uh, I can't. I don't know if I'm saying this right. Dissension, di- disenchanted. I said that right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like the song a lot, man. I just like the way it goes all around. Uh, I love the opening line. Uh, Ever since I was a kid, I knew that I was different from the rest. With shaking hands and a chemical unbalanced head, I scared the shit out of everyone with everything I said. Like. Hit me right right at home, man. I was like, yeah, it's me, motherfuckers. I grew up fucking knowing I was fucked in the head. And I scared the shit out of anyone because I was dressed in like fucking trip pants and punk rock clothes. And I just liked being who I am. And like this song is just like, they always put on like some of the best, like, I don't know. Just some of the best songs. I love their lyrics. That's all. Hell yeah, man. It's They're a wild band for me because I've listened to them for years but going through as many member changes as they have 
mm. and still having that overarching like same vibe consistently is so dope because yeah. i feel like when we swap vocalists and we've changed drummers and shit the vibe changes but it's these guys have just been completely different thing yeah. yeah no you're right on that i'm also Hell yeah, man. i'm also really happy that nick you put um you put a real oh this is weird we have two nicks now <laughs> but i call you batch so that works out but yeah, yeah. nick Bo- you, boston nick it's great. yeah boston <laughs> uh nick you put i like that you're on this because you're putting a whole spin you can throw that like because you have a little more intel on these like bands and all that shit which is nice i just want to throw that in there because hell yeah man we don't fucking know so a plus job <laughs> <laughs> that's the first a plus i've gotten in 10 years there you go there i don't you know go. it's been a while since i finished high school yeah who knows but yeah handguns that was my that was my first one of my top five bangers fuck yeah um so i guess it's my turn i guess um i suppose <laughs> uh i went with uh trash boat uh catharsis Um, this song is an absolute fucking slap, like a punch in the mouth. I like this whole record. I absolutely fucking love it. Um, the intro when he screams, it's summer. So they say I sit and watch the sunlight turn from red to gray, just like the vocals from Toby are fucking absolutely incredible. Um, yeah, yeah, this, this song is just fucking so sick. Hell yeah. right there with you watching them play shit live too like dude they don't they don't back out they just <laughs> no. fucking go for it yeah man this and like i think this record's like part of it part of the reason like it's so like in your face like that and the vocals are that way is because dan campbell produced it yeah and his yeah. vocals are very similar to that so like it's just right up my alley like this was the best like this was to find trash boat this was the perfect album to find trash oh, boat yeah. on like oh yeah so but, um, I'm, I'm literally just looking through the record right now too and i was like fuck yeah banger 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 yeah banger. <laughs> I don't know how you dude. pick one from them from either nothing i write you or crown shyness they're both like oh dude they they became all killer no filler very quick. yeah basically yeah they just killed it um when they what do you think of the new, new stuff oh wow that worked yeah sorry <laughs> well done gentlemen <laughs> um I fucking I dig it. I think he's uh, he's so good. Is that what's called? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I thought there was a lot of like, I I've talked to Toby forever. Um, he came out when we were when I was doing the two shows out there, and like we got to play with them November of 2019 too a couple times. So we got That's chatting, and like, the dude's one of the most awesome people. I've got a photo buried somewhere in this desk of uh, him and me that I took on like a shitty Polaroid. Uh, but we were just sitting and chatting because uh, they talk. Fuck, which song is it? I think something off ground shy. I think it might be uh, love hate reactor late. Oh, dude! Oh that, man, dude! Oh my god, to that song. There, there's some oh, song oh, that oh. they wrote, but he actually he wrote it about his dog passing. That away. is that song. That is that's love yeah, yeah, hate. Yeah, I, I was totally. I was like, I think that's it, but like I'm trying to sing it in my head. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so like the way that he's always written in these like first person, very like this is what you think it is, but that's actually way over here kind of ways. Uh, was dope and so how they did he's so good um as like this coming out song but not not about him like yeah i don't know if you guys saw like the the interview he kind of did on his instagram talking yeah, yeah. yep oh yeah 
it's not about him but because he's never really felt like he is straight or bi or gay. exactly he's just, right, he's right. he is who he is and it was kind of it was a really cool concept i'm just looking at it now and i'm kind of shocked anybody listening go stream he's so good right now because it's only at half a million plays what the fuck he's somehow just, like, just bounce, they, put those numbers up because they just released another one too on uh friday yeah silence is golden yeah that one comes out with a heavy intro yeah fucking sick song the, the record was um i think it was just mixed uh by sam guyana uh who's done like like pacific and rarity and oh, like so so many fucking amazing bands i, mm-hmm. I don't know why I, like throw canadian bands out there because he's worked with <laughs> tons uh tons of artists but yeah he's he was mixing that record during the pandemic and like lockdown like he flew to australia and was working on new between you and me and while he was in quarantine oh, in that man. hotel he was mixing trash boat that's so sick he's hey, an animal i've never Jesus met a Christ. workhorse like that but we're sitting on like a facetime and he's filling me in on all this shit and i'm like i'm tired about <laughs> just this. listening like, yeah oh, yeah Damn, that's crazy. Oh, I can't wait for new Between You and Me. That's mm. going to be dope, too. Oh, fuck, yeah. Hell, yeah. So. Uh, are we back to me now? We are. Yeah, we circled. Uh, or triangled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a flying V. We're going Mighty Ducks. Yeah, style. that's yeah. right. Yo, did, yeah, you, does any, did either of you watch the Mighty Ducks series? The game, game Changers? I yeah. have been. Bro, I fucking no love it. I fucking love it. <laughs> The fat kid, the podcaster kid's my favorite motherfucker. Of course, his name's Nick. Sound familiar? <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> I didn't think of that. <laughs> no, dude, I fucking, I love it only for Gordon Bombay eating sheet cake in the first yeah, episode. Dude. The rest of it can be garbage from this point on, and I'm happy with that. Dude, well, he's such a miserable fucking, it's the best thing ever. <laughs> it's what I intend to grow up to be. <laughs> no hockey. Guessing you didn't see the sign? I hate hockey and I don't like kids. You run an ice rink. Weird. No hockey and no kids, but they don't no make hockey. a sign for that. I checked. I checked. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yep. I love it, dude. I love that. I watch it every Friday. I'm like obsessed with it. It's just so like. I like, I like wanted to get into it because Riley's in it. Yeah, yeah he is. He's the, even, um, like, coach. Yeah. He plays the same guy. It's hilarious. Oh, yeah. I can imagine. When he's sitting calling the kids pheasants, I'm just like, oh my God. <laughs> You didn't even write a new script. You just gave, no. Go do that thing you do. We're fine. <laughs> Listen up, pheasants. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Anyways, right. not uh, to interrupt uh, you. But. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> Don't worry. That gave me time to contemplate where I was going next. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go from Western Canada to Eastern Canada and do uh, Mrs. David by Seaway. Did switch it up on that's, that's the audible. Z-way. That was the audible. Okay, Those guys. I like that. Oh man, that's up. I like that. For, again, going to this band changing like members out and new sound and everything. I think they did exactly what they needed to do because like I came up with them on Hoser. I remember yep. Yep. Uh, playing one of the first local shows I went to. Uh, Shoji, their bass player, was playing synth in some like six piece bubblegum pop band called We Are Bravest. Oh, if you haven't okay. checked out, they've got a video on YouTube called Oh shit, what the fuck is it? God damn it, Nick. God damn, it, I'm usually good at this. <laughs> it's it's something dumb and I cannot ever remember it. We are bravest. Uh the way it stays. Okay. Um, oh, okay. but it's I, I came up with him doing that and then Hoser and they were doing like these pop punk bangers and slowing down and all that. 
And then to do this weird, like modern seventies, almost adult contemporary kind of vibe mm. and do a video and the whole theme of the artwork and like the record around it is like, I'm super appreciative, but it also is just like, I feel like it's making me grow up a little bit listening to music with those guys and growing up with them. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're a band we've done. I think there was a point where we had done five of five Seaway shows in Edmonton and like, we knew them, but we never got to tour with them. And then the offer came to tour and we're like, we're going to be in Europe or oh, whatever else. And so oh, man. The, the paths haven't crossed, but it's one of those ones. Like anytime we're at a show, Ryan and I always like, hug and we shit talk the like i shit talk the leaves he shit talks the oilers and we just kind of roll off it <laughs> it's so easy to shit talk the leaves i yeah. fucking hate the leaves well on that note um edmonton is playing a uh we, a shared rival i guess tonight in montreal oh i hate them everybody like more than anything <laughs> everybody hates them was uh was that tour they wanted you to go on was that the neck deep tour no that was the first show we got we didn't actually share with them it was um it wound up being them, Young Culture, or not Young Culture, Youth Fountain, um, First Ghost, and oh fuck, who else was it? Not Capsize, might have been Capsize. Can't remember. It was just like a Canadian thing. Like we would have. Oh okay. We would have wound up having to dip out of a tour, in like the middle of it, and then drive like three days straight to get first date on that tour, Ugh. and then do the oh, entire thing across Canada. Uh, the wrong direction so it wasn't even like we would have started in vancouver and ended in like montreal and then had to drive all the way back like, yeah no logi oh, yeah. logistically that, it no. was a nightmare no and we chance. were just like we're already on the road like well the offer will come again we know these oh, dudes yeah. well enough and now there's sure. a pandemic and i kind of regret it but we'll get we'll get there <laughs> yeah we'll, do we'll it be again. back yeah, you'll yeah. get it man no problem the north yeah. will ride again or whatever the saying is i don't i don't know sure. but if that's not it it can be yeah White Walkers. <laughs> <laughs> Never saw Game of Thrones, but I'm going with it. Me either. Me neither, broski. Oh, shit. Uh, All right. Uh, care what you got. Uh, so we're going to go with Bloom. Now it all feels the same. Why We're gonna go with cold by bloom and this song i don't know how i was on my my normal shit just youtube mix and it came on and i was like because they're heavy they're heavier mm -hmm. um and i just fucking was like oh shit i like this stuff because i like the heavier stuff and like i don't know just fucking the way they broke down it was fucking sick um the guitarist vocalist jared uh he fucking hits those notes perfectly uh and the lyrics to the song it, if he's the songwriter which i'm assuming is fucking sick uh it's personal it's super mental health awareness uh it, i'm gonna read some of the lyrics i got right here because they're just they touched me when i was listening to them this is this is the main reason why i fell for it um i've never felt this cold i lost the warmth that made me whole are you okay do you feel it falling back to my old ways i promise you that i I would change. I'm not okay. I still feel it. Uh, I lost myself and someone else. I don't feel anything anymore. I lost myself and someone else. I don't feel anything anymore. And like, so like all those lyrics, you know, you can interpret them how you want. Um, even in the ending where he's saying, let me die in the house we made, what we once built up will surely wash away. 
you know, you just put your own feelings into that. And for me, that song and how he's like screaming and yelling, the rawness of it, holy shit. And I haven't even dug into this band yet. I've only heard like maybe like a handful of songs, but just made me feel like not alone. Uh, going back to like the whole like mental health thing, it just made me feel good. It made me feel like I wasn't suffering alone. I didn't have these thoughts alone and I could, I could feel, you know, like myself and also know that like, Hey, someone else is thinking like me, but also a rad ass fucking like metalcore song and get fucking hyped <laughs> at the same time and be happy about it. So that was Fuck my yeah, number two. Fuck. Yeah. There was a, when I read the list the first time I had like to double take on the name of this. Cause I, it, there's a band from out our way called bloom as well. Okay. But they spell it with zeros instead of O's because there's how many, like if you just go to Spotify and type <laughs> in bloom, there's, there's 15 there's fucking, there's bands. a blue, there's a bloom from us from yeah. out here in Everett. That is bloom with a period. Yeah. They, they all got to get like a fucking caucus together and like sort out what <laughs> What's they're all going gonna, on. All right, yeah. Who's bloom. Cause this is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I was honestly surprised cause like, uh, if they're a female fronted, like half metalcore, half pop punk band, uh, and Jenna is one of like the most amazing people I've ever met. Um, we've been, we've been dealing with some shit out our way. I don't know if you've seen kind of some of the comments that we've been talking about on, uh, like yeah, the band, band Twitter and shit and all that. Uh, and Jenna was one of like the first people kind of speak out about a bunch of this. And so, you know, she's very politically driven, isn't the right way, but, um, invested and like woke i guess mm-hmm. on what's going on and so when i saw bloom i immediately thought of that and i was like fuck yeah that's a band that deserves it too <laughs> so i was like really stoked but then i went and listened to the song I'm like this is that's not, not- <laughs> what i thought it was <laughs> it fucking slap though oh, i will shit. i will agree to that that's funny that's, uh, that's such a huge thing that you guys are, t- are talking about too like oh yeah it's fucking crazy the shit that like it, it's i think i said it's the the third guy in the scene that we've had any kind of like um relationship with right to and get called out for something and it's like, so big and i don't understand what it is with the scene I don't and mean. like like we've we've kind of tried to like i guess it's like the wrong stance to take but we've kind of like stayed away from it because there's really no i don't know right or wrong like we don't want to say the wrong thing yeah you know what i mean because we're not like else is like said yeah, no, no, I'm right there. Like I dealing with a lot of this lately. Like I actually I drove down to Calgary to see some friends on Friday, Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, Friday, Saturday. Time doesn't exist anymore. So I'm <laughs> no, trying to like doesn't. backtrack. <laughs> um but so I drove down and I was like talking to some friends who were like really close with him and like severely affected and just like seeing them and they were just mortified to know that like that's what was going on right under their noses. And like he had gotten so manipulative with like even his own band convincing them that he couldn't do any wrong and all People this are so fucked yeah it's and so fucked, it, it was a it's been a weird time up here dealing with all that like we're all yeah. doing uh, a seminar on friday yeah friday um next week 30th i don't know again time doesn't fucking exist <laughs> next friday we're doing this thing to kind of you know help us catch the sign yeah it's going down because like there's a dude we spent time on the road with we've had him come out and shoot shows like there's been talk about him shooting a music video for us and like we're very fortunate none of that 
happen because because like, it's like the cancel culture gets a hold of that and it's like you're all of a sudden you guys are roped into it yeah and, and like we we don't want to associate with that like we're no. and we're five boring ass dudes from edmonton like <laughs> we want to play our music and like not make anybody upset and like that's it yeah man. and so for this shit to come out we're all just like heated and shit like we're, tonight's the first night we're all gonna see each other since like all the new news kind of came out and so curious to see how everybody's spirits are yeah, because I know Luke was uh, like he was very very upset, devastated like, is an understatement. Yeah, yeah. But Kara, are you eating fruit snacks right now? Uh, of hey course, man. he always fucking eats Yo, on this podcast. Fuck like out, it's fucking lunchtime. Okay, like, listen, <laughs> who can say no to Scooby snacks? Okay, dude, I, I, that's what I was <laughs> wondering. I'm like, what what kind are we going with? We here? going this with Scooby snacks. There's nothing wrong with this, this bud. They're a not a cookie. Joke. It's a goddamn Scooby. Did you hear the episode? Yes, did I you did. hear the, ep- nice. the episode? He's eating fucking cookies and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Him and the other one. The other the one's cookie, the other one's eating Jolly Ranches or whatever the hell he was sucking on. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> here, I'm I'm just gonna sit here and start stacking on these Pringles. See? Oh, good. Oh, what are those? Oh. Baconator? <laughs> these are horrible. Do not eat these. Pringles. Are they bacon? I don't even, dude, it doesn't even look like you took the lid off the thing. I had one and I was like, <laughs> back the fuck dude, on. We don't have those here. Baconator. Mm-mm. Like you'd y'all, think we y'all would. Y'all don't have all dressed chips either. Y'all fucked up. Well, you don't have, oops, all crunch berries. So I don't have any crunch berries. Yeah, I there you go. The captain can't crunchize me. No, he can't. No. I love that. Um, Trevor. <laughs> well, what I what I do have is a beer in the fridge that I'm gonna go grab. Oh hell right. yeah! <laughs> you let's talk. talk let's talk shit you. about him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God. So, yeah. I can smell him through the microphone. <sighs> Fucking baconator. Smells so good. <laughs> <laughs> He's so handsome with his He's, beard. <laughs> He's just got the nice forehead with the left oh. eyeball that I'm a fucking attracted to. Oh, what did you say about my mother? <laughs> I, <what? laughs> I'm just talking about your eyebrow. I love it so much. Single one. Just one. Just the one. It's only fuck, the left fuck one. Fuck righty. Left guy's got it. Yeah. See, you already yeah, knew. Yeah. I didn't even yeah, need to say it. it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, we Man. leave the podcast, shut it off, and he's like, my fucking eyebrow, dude. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> well, so the wild thing is um, I used to, like, my ex used to cut all my hair, and now that that's done, I just do it myself. Okay. Uh, the reason I do it myself is my old roommate's new girlfriend, follow this train of thought, okay. um, is a junior stylist. Like, she's going through school for it. And so she was, like, cutting my hair, and she kind of held the clippers down and, like, made me turn for something and i lost half a fucking oh, no. eyebrow oh. but i lost lefty oh no <laughs> so this this is it growing back in and looking good and this is like untethered so like i get it i guess uh i, I was sensitive my bad i shouldn't have brought no, up I, think eyebrow. <laughs> I think this shit's Look fucking at, hilarious dude, why the why captain still talks to us because of you is beyond like yeah, you're right? calling you're telling lukey's 12 now you're bashing his eyebrow <laughs> I don't know. I have zero fucking shame or care. <laughs> I got fake teeth, a bad back, and a beer gut. Like, I oh, yeah, know man. where I'm at with shit. And I can laugh about it. Right. Listen, all, I have, all I have to say is I'm from Massachusetts. And people will be like, okay, he's a dickhead. Yeah. But so, hey, honestly, it's just great hearing y'all say the state you're from. <laughs> Massachusetts? Why? Because I fucking yeah. trip. No, I just trip. I trip over my goddamn tongue. So when I'm trying to say Massachusetts, it's like massive two tits. And like, like Mike Tyson. Yeah. Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, y'all see Jake Paul. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, he wants to get into this. So we might as well do it now. Go ahead, Steve. Fuck you, Jake Paul. You're a big old bitch. Fight a real boxer. I'm sick of this shit. 
I respect the game, though. I do respect the business side of it. He's getting money. He's getting views. You cannot dis. You cannot disregard that. But this motherfucker isn't gonna fight anybody. He's calling out MMA guys, Bellator guys, UFC. Fucking fight someone, dude. Fight. And then he's crying like he won the fucking NBA championship. I'm like, pretty sure I bought that belt at Walmart when I was 12. Fat. Yeah. <laughs> dude. They gave him a belt? Yeah, they gave him mm-hmm. a belt, dude. He got everything. He, he bought everything. And I think the, the fight was fucking fixed anyways. And oh, I, I can I almost guarantee that. That's what I'm saying. Dude, you know, you're going to tell me this dude goes down and then he's laughing his ass off while he walks off? He just made half a million dollars. Ben, don't give a fuck about this fight. He said it since day one. Look at him. He looks like he's fucking made of cheese. Like, yeah, big milk, buddy. Jesus. Like, yeah, big milk, bro. Like, it's I hate it. I hate it. And he's getting all this clout and all this fame. I just want someone I want someone like Nate Diaz to see him on the street when he starts talking shit. And this kid like how you know how Ben smacked him in the face and he did the whole belly slap? Dude, Nate Diaz would just fucking destroy his fucking family and him. Yeah. Just, I, I saw it though, and I was very, very upset that it happened. <laughs> Well, like, I've got two points to cover on that. First of all, Pete Davidson calling Jay Paul out for being a scumbag at the start of that. Love it. Well, love Pete Davidson even more. Yep. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, yeah. sir. The other thing, I again, fuck Jake Paul. Fuck everything about him and the family. Like the whole, they should have been canceled the entire when that suicide force shit went down. Yeah, dude. And we should have been done with them, and that was it. Um, but in the world of wrestling, which is my shit. The man is a real life heel. He knows how to push everybody's buttons, get the attention, and people are paying to watch him get his yep. ass kicked. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's bringing in the money and the viewers that he can just do whatever the fuck he wants. So he's a oh, genius, yeah. but he's a fucking dick, and I'm over him. I hate him. I, I just hate I, the interviews. I'm with Steve. Like, I hope. Like, he talks shit about – he says that he'll knock out Nate Diaz in three rounds. Dude, if you see Nate Diaz on the street, Nate Diaz is going to fucking kill you because Nate Diaz good, is a bro. G. Yeah. Same with like if he talk like that. I think that's why he won't talk shit about Jorge Masvidal, because he knows like Masvidal would probably like show up at his house and be like, "What the fuck do you say to me?" <laughs> like, well, he's oh, yeah. he's Jorge Masvidal's on the side. Like, what? Jake Paul? Don't, don't say that to me. Don't They're tell friends. me that. No, they had the interview, bro. Go no. watch. When no. they had the press conference, he brought no, he had Masvidal on Facetime, and he was like taunting Ben because Ben got KO'd. Oh, that's probably, Ma- that's probably Masvidal promoting his own fight, too. Well, yeah. I mean, that guy's a gangster. Damn it. That makes but me anyways, upset. fuck Jake Paul. Friends. He's a pussy. And, like, fuck. whatever, dude. Just fight a boxer. Yeah. Well, he's going to fight. I guess he's going to fight um, Tyson Fury's brother, who's an actual boxer. Yeah. Well, that's great. What do you mean? He's fight an actual Tyson boxer. Fury. Fuck it. I'd rather see that. Oh, yeah. God, no. He's old as shit. It'd be fucking awesome. Who was I? Was I Wood, Woodley? Uh, Woodley wants him bad. Woodley <laughs> confronted him in the back. Yeah, because yeah, Woodley thinks he's a bitch, which he is. But like Woodley They're wants both, to kill him. Yeah. I was watching. I forget. I think it was uh, Brandon Schaub said that. Uh, it might not have been Brandon Schaub. Someone was talking about how, you know, they were like, "Oh, you're a big bad bot to Jake Paul. Go ahead and fight um, Francis Ngannou." <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! No one can fight that dude right now. Nope. No way. That dude will stay. That dude will stay champ for a long time. Watch. Watch this. He's gonna be oh. champ for a long time. Hopefully. I just hope. I hope if he fights Jones, I hope Jones doesn't beat him because that would just be a nightmare. Because I despise John Jones so much. What did you just write down? Me? Yeah. I was checking on my grandma. 
Oh, she's back okay. on the computer. She's out of her room. Oh. She's she lo- she's free. She might do some weird shit with the chicken. She's free. <laughs> There's a whole sentence there that I don't want to dissect, but oh, I want that. We need to isolate that. She's out of her room. She's free. She might do something with the chickens. I'm not asking questions. We're just gonna let this shit roll. All right, batch over to you, bud. Okay. Um, back to the top five bangers. <laughs> um, my next one was um. Messed by real friends. <laughs> oh, I love real friends. Yeah, man. Real friends is was I don't know, are they still is. a thing? Is. Is okay. Is. Um they they're the shit. Um Dan, the, just Dan's vocals and lyricism was fucking incredible. Um, just, just this song, just the chorus. Uh, last year I was a train wreck. Now I'm just a mess. Mm. Uh, I'm letting go so I don't lose myself. Like it's, it's it's all about like looking back in the past. You like you can look back on it two different ways. You can look back on it as like, boy, sure glad that's over and look where I am now. Or you can look back on it like in a negative way and this song is all about looking back on it in a positive way and i really enjoy that so oh, yeah it, it very much felt like a growing up song yeah uh, and i think it is another one of those ones like i remember seeing it at warp tour it might have been 2015 2016 uh but i remember yeah. like do, doing the drive down and like listening to it and then seeing it live in that parking lot and just like it, it really hit exactly how you needed it to at that time because mm. you think if that yeah. song came out now it's not going to have the same effect but for what it was and when it was yeah, yeah. It, was, it was pushing like new levels of stuff for yeah, real yeah. friends and for pop punk absolutely absolutely yeah i saw him i saw him live at warp tour probably 2015 around there because i think that was one of the last ones i saw i think i was in syracuse new york and that was fucking that was killer I, in, I saw them before they were even like I think they opened for either Mayday Parade or We the Kings. I think it was We the Kings back in like 2013. And like that's where I discovered them because like I got there early, obviously, and then I was like, Who is this band? This band's fucking killing it. <laughs> and oh, yeah. yeah, and that's how I found real friends. It was either Mayday Parade or We the Kings. I can't remember which one. I feel like it might have been Mayday because I think we saw like they did that tour up here. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, I think that was it. Yeah. I think it was Mayday Parade. It was like Mayday Tonight Alive, Real Friends, and like yes. Major League. Oh my God. Wow. Yes, that was the one. That was yeah. it. Yeah, because oh, now I remember. We the Kings was like with Breathe Carolina. And... Which, like, say that <laughs> sentence to me 10 years ago and I'm on cloud nine. You say it to me now and I'm very confused. <laughs> yeah, that's, I was like, yeah, I was even confused 10 years ago. I was like, what is, <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> but yeah, We the Kings puts on a hell of a show though. I don't know. If, oh, yeah. I've seen them live. Yeah. They fucking, they kill it. So I can't remember doing the two stuff. There was somebody I was, um, was crew with us or with Motionless or something, but is tight with the We the King dudes and was like telling us stories about like, the, produ- the production that goes into their shows and like how like Travis will go on without a warm up and sing like that. And then it's yeah. like unreal, like natural fucking an animal. talent. Yeah. Yeah. He is incredibly talented. 
Um, speaking of Beartooth tours, yes. Did you do the one with Hollywood Undead? No, I, I've done. It's been a year and a half since I started working, so I did. Oh, okay. Um, motionless. Stick to your guns. Oh, fuck is it? Limbs and nothing left, and then I did M D Affliction and Higher Power. Oh, oh nice. M D Affliction! Holy fuck! That oh, was a shit. that was like That's right right day. when they were putting out the new record too, like unreal. Well, and their drummer uh, Joe was the drummer for Defeater. Mm-hmm. Oh no shit! And so I'm I'm a Defeater fan to no fuck end. Yeah. So I was just like fuck yeah, and like the nicest dudes. Um, Aaron is a fucking sweetheart. Every goddamn night he would find me and just. Roll Tide, brother, and walk away. And I'm like, I'm not going to try to do the Australian accent, but I was like, thanks, bud. <laughs> thanks, bud. Because I saw, I saw Beartooth. We, me and Steve were talking about it. I saw them with Hollywood Undead. And, dude, I was telling Steve last episode, if I was a pop punk band and I wanted someone to open for me, Hollywood Undead is doing it. And just play everywhere I go twice and then go home. Like, that's all I need. <laughs> because <laughs> like you got one dude. song you play it twice Lee. <laughs> you got yeah, one song dude. two times <laughs> get out like dude i'm telling you they played it and like that place was like i thought the roof was gonna fall off the place because i saw them at the dcu center in worcester and it was fucking it was insane no one gave a shit until hollywood undead played um Everywhere I go, and then it was just absolute chaos. And then Beartooth came out afterward, and I think it was Bring Me the Horizon. Oh, another good band. Was after them, and it was like Bring. It was like Spirit Bring Me the Horizon, not this new Bring Me the Horizon. Mm. Honestly, I'll take either version of Bring Me. Like it's a weird. They put on a killer show. It's a very weird kind of thing. And like, I, I wanted to ask you guys about it too. The data remember the record and stuff. Nope. I, nope. It, the way I take new data remember is the same way I took new bring me. It's a great record, but it's not the same band. No, mm-hmm. that's true. Yep. Like if they came out and that was the first record they did as a night to forget or whatever the fuck you want to call them differently. <laughs> a night to forget. I, I love it. it. It would be a fucking <laughs> ripper of a record. Like fuck. Yeah. You know, yeah. Are bangers. Um, I I love Degenerates from when it came out because it's a pop song. Mm. And I, I like for a dude who really likes my heavy music and hardcore and shit. I will appreciate the fuck out of a pop song, mm-hmm. and that's just one of those ones that I was like, yeah, yeah. It was definitely not like like you said. If it was a night to forget, then sure. Yeah, but it's just it's got the a day to remember attached to it, and you're just like, that's not you. Well, especially after how long of a wait for that record. Yeah. yeah, that was a long. And dude, I accidentally bought that record on gold vinyl. It cost oh. me ninety-five fucking dollars. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> and I'm it's... not gonna get it till like August. Oh my, bro, it better be like legit gold plated. <laughs> I was like, yeah, like I'll pre-order the record, whatever, and I go through the process, and then like I get the, I get all my, um, every time I use my Visa, I get like a notification on my phone just to like help my paranoia out. It's like, oh, yeah, $95. I'm like, wait, what? Jesus and then I go Christ. back and I look at the receipt, and I'm like, I bought the gold, like, limited. <laughs> pressing. I'm like, fuck. Damn, that's a hefty buy, bro. Must be, this guy's a huge data remember fan. <laughs> I'm one of the only people to buy that record. It'll be up on Discogs later this year. Yeah, Find it'll it. be fucking 20 bucks. <laughs> Hell, yeah. Um, there was one that I wanted to fucking talk about. 
Um, have you guys heard? This is not one of my five at all, but just on the same uh, Hollywood Undead side of things. Oh, geez. Do you guys remember Shark Tank, the band the- that did Out for a Rip? No. I only heard like one song by them, and that was recently because of the Facebook group me and Batch are in, but no. Well, I'm sending this to y'all for later on, but just like, <laughs> l- let me know the reaction later. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. But I used to work security at a venue when I was like 19 here, and these guys came through, and it was like a sold out 300 cap little hall show. And they literally walked on stage, and the first thing they say is, We're going to play that song last. Because they, <laughs> they were. They were a one-hit wonder band. Like, this was oh, the okay. whole thing. They rode coattails off of it. But then they did an hour and a half set and ended it with this song. And it was the only, like, as soon as it was over, everybody left. But for the three minutes that it was on, it was wild. Yeah, that was, that, that was exactly how everywhere I go was. Yep. <laughs> no one gave a shit. They played that, and then they left, and everyone was like, okay, now we're ready for Beartooth. Yep. Which the they fucking killed it. Yeah. So. Fuck yeah. It's uh, circled back, triangled back. Sorry. Yeah, triangle back. <laughs> Reset. Uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to go with some PA natives, uh, the Wonder Years and passing through a screen door. got me into them this is what got me into them i I got into them with the upsides and melrose diner like backyard wrestling video megan massacre who's an absolute amazing and talented tattooer but also a total babe like (laughs) it was literally like wrote me in with that and then the song fucking slaps it's awesome uh but then like kind of growing up at the same time as them putting out records like upsides was great it was my late teenage years like everything was dope Mm -hmm. uh they did uh suburbia i've given you all and now i'm nothing is the second one which actually we did an interview with alt press and i talked about how that record is ruined for me because i grew up to be what that record like talked about and it really makes me feel old (laughs) but then they did greatest generation which for some reason like bro breathed 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 i don't breathology Yes. (laughs) Yes. Breathe. <laughs> <laughs> Bethlehem's new life into me. Um, but like, you know, it was a signal that came out that uh, it, it kind of set like a, like a good turn in my life. And it, they talk about it through it. Like cigarette smoke dances back in the window and I see haze on the dome light conjuring oh. ghosts on a 40 hour ride home. The oh amount of times that I have done 40 hour drives back to Edmonton or from wherever on tour mm. and like, now nobody in the van smokes like Luke Bapes, but like there yeah. was a long time that like the smell of cigarettes was very associated with the road for me because Connor would smoke when he drove. And so like it just, the whole thing kind of like fell into a cycle there. And then it talks about like all these different things um, just kind of throughout it and like being scared and growing up and Oh yeah. Uh, what the fuck is the, it's the bridge. It's the, uh, where the fuck are you? Yeah. Jesus Christ. I'm 26 and all the people. Are oh yeah. yeah. That's the iconic all one. Kids, all have wives and all the people who care if they come home tonight. Dude, Luke, I... Luke posted that in his story the other day. Like it might even have been yesterday. Yeah, of course yeah that's he did. right. Which is <laughs> hilarious. Cause like, they're not a wonder years kind of band. Like they, I'm the one who listens to them a lot, mm-hmm. but like for that to be like in there, I'm like, okay, good. They're learning. They're learning. <laughs> they're learning. Dude, just right. that opening is fucking insane. Yeah. <laughs> 
Hulk? Like the way I was terrible, but like the way he fucking <laughs> shit does it, it was Dude. fucking sick. That got me. Hope he's a killer. Yeah. yeah, that's if I could work with anybody on a record ever, it's Dan Campbell, no question. Hell yeah, okay. dude. Yeah, yeah, that's a great yeah. one. Like I like literally when you guys asked me to start like coming up with this list, I started digging through like playlists of like what's worth talking about because like I feel like when I'm listening to shit now, it's either the radio, which is like, hey, we're playing rock, nothing but rock, rock all the time. Here's a Madden Foo Fighters. <laughs> yeah, like Same seven songs for the next three months. Exactly, and so I'm just like, I feel like I get a little bit of that, but then I'm like trying to go through my own playlists and stuff, and so I started digging like relics out and going through vinyl and cds and shit and i was like this is like making the list no question oh yeah oh fuck i, yeah, I could have thrown a dart at any wonder years record and thrown that song on there but like this just made it made the right fit i feel no that's sure. a very good choice hell yeah i care all right let's go let's go let's send it said that yeah sure eh? Eh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> all right, we're going with four years strong. We all float down here. Peel your skin back to show what you're made of. Too bad you never did have the guts to know where your heart should go. Oh, this yep. fucking oh opening God. is fucking sick. Peel your skin back to show what you're made of. Too bad you never did have the guts to know where your heart should go. Dude, <laughs> fucking with the with just the bass drum. Yeah, it's just. Doom, oh man, doom, dude. Doom. Dude, dude, this whole song just got me. I just started getting into uh, Four Years Strong probably maybe two, three months ago, and they're they're from here. That's what I was just gonna yeah, say. They're, they're from, from Wooster, aren't they? Yeah, like <laughs> they're they're from here. Why did you, why? I I don't know. I just never. There's so many bands out there, but I don't even know why. But I got into them. They came on. This is one of the first songs I heard, and just that like, that fucking thud of a oh man, and I just got Hell me yeah, hyped, dude. and I started listening to it before Puck, and then I just I started digging into them more, and I just like how like he can be he can be so soft, subtle, but he can also be so hard, and I really like that he has that like different range with his like with his voice. I I don't even know if range is the right word, but just that like he can come at you angsty or he can come at you with like a little like softer side. But this song is fucking killer. Oh, um, it is. They're uh, honestly, they're the reason that captains exist as unfortunate, like as weird as that is. The, uh, so I was living in England, our old vocalist, Mike was living in Australia and Brad was living in Edmonton. So we're literally on like three different corners of the world. Um, and those two are like writing riffs together and shit, but Mike wrote a riff on an acoustic guitar at a party when he was trying to play beat down in the key of happy. Okay. Like, I don't know where the fuck he fucked up, but like it did, it was not that. Uh, and it wound up being the riff for for song here's looking at you kid and it's like oh wow you can hear the same kind of like vibe and like we were an easy core band for a long time yeah Uh, yeah yeah unintentionally almost like we were just like we like metalcore we like pop punk we're gonna play popcore or whatever the fuck and then it became easy core then we're like we're just gonna go back to being a pop punk band because i'm 27 i can't be i can't have synth in my shit now i'm too old for this (laughs) but i gotta say those are some of my favorite songs to like sing to and try and hit like like change the tone of the actual song in my car that's yeah. probably some of my favorite songs because you can do like the longer uh extended vocals with it. it that's like one of my favorite parts about like the older stuff for those for you guys and now we're better 
And now, yes, dude, now it's fucking. Way. Yeah. Now, we no grew offense, up. You know but, how we feel. Yeah, you know how dude, we feel. <laughs> like I was, I heard like the old stuff, and then my buddy uh, Clarky messaged me, and he was like, "Yo, check this out." And I was like, "Calling all captains." I've heard of that. And then when I heard chasing ghosts, I was like, "What happened?" <laughs> like I was like, "This is so much better." Like, holy fuck, like. That's what we Dude, hoped for. Like Luke yeah. just brought Luke brought it, man. Like hundred percent killed it. I'm fucking. I'm hoping we get to do that again with this next one. Oh, I'm sure. Oh yeah, uh, I can't. High wait. hopes. <laughs> kind yeah. of c- circling back to, to the start of this conversation with story so far. Uh, I think the single is a very so story so far sounding track. Fuck yeah! Like it, yeah, it's got, buddy. You know, I can see. I can see the finger points. I can see the crowd yes. surfing. Like it's got. It's got the vibe for that. I'm gonna uh, wear my I, flannel, backwards skateboard hat, and short shorts. Khakis. They gotta be khakis. <laughs> they have to be khakis. Yeah, they gotta right. be car keys, whatever the fuck you guys say to Khakis? Khakis? I don't know which one that is. <laughs> <laughs> Are we saying car keys? Are we saying ca- khakis? <laughs> oh, dude. dude. Exactly. I'll fucking. I don't know which one it is. <laughs> you I'm gonna go... throw both at you and you tell me what you need. <laughs> like, fuck. You can go as old school Parker Cannon, Steve, and I'll go as new school with the raincoat and the yeah, fucking, yeah, yeah, yeah. Glasses. I already dress old school Parker, and I'll Cannon, just so. I'll just stand there with my hands behind my back. <laughs> yep. As long as nobody's kicking me in the back, we're good. It's, it's all yeah, love well, now, man. We're good. Don't don't go up there and take a <laughs> selfie on stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you want when you guys come to Boston? You want me to go up there, take a selfie, and Luke can like drop kick me? Dude, I'm fucking getting in this selfie. <laughs> all right you can get it i yeah. am in the drop I, <laughs> I love to ham the fuck out of shit so when like that happens i'm like <laughs> forget oh, to yeah. play the rest of the song but it's fine well that's like the interview <laughs> we did with you and luke there was a point where i think i think luke had his phone out and you were like oh are you taking a picture and you were yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's exactly <laughs> you're like oh i guess i'm an idiot because well, i guess we're not doing that <laughs> Oh, man. I, I come up and i do what i want i get bored a lot <laughs> fuck yeah dude like i said i don't have many friends so I get to do shit like this now. Where are your friends, buddy? Yeah. yeah, hell yeah. I can't wait till you guys are down here, dude. I, can't I know, wait man. Hang with you, you boys. Like it's gonna. Yeah, be I'm pumped. Blast. I'm hoping like we because when we were down last time, we had like most of the morning offs. We went to the SJC factory and stuff, but oh, but there's only so many times you can walk through like a drum workshop this is, as a yeah. bass player. I know. So, like, leave me somewhere. Let me hit a driving range. Let me hit a a rink. Let me do something. It'll be great. We should get some ice when you guys are down. We uh, we were in Ontario Halloween a couple of years ago, or just before, and it wound up being the hiccups and burps. <laughs> all good. That's all the podcast is. Yeah. <laughs> but batch. We well, you get your Scooby snacks. There's yeah. Too, yeah. So there's a lot of shit going on. <laughs> um, but so we wound up. Uh, friends of ours were like, "Hey, we want to take you to this place. It's like." It's called Bigman's, and so it's a mix of, like, a water park and kind of, like, a small amusement park and shit. But uh-huh. on Halloween, they, like, dress it up, and it's, like, a whole horror-themed thing. There's four separate haunted houses. There's this zombie paintball ride, like, a bunch of shit. And I'm like, we're all like, that sounds dope. And then we get there, and like, oh, yeah, it's 60 bucks to get in. Mm. And I'm like, I'm on tour. I don't want to spend yeah. 60 bucks on that. But, like, if you guys and the camera are the, uh, like, the, the event – directly behind me i turn around and just in neon lights it just says beer and so i'm like i'm gonna go to the brewery pick me up when you're done and it wound up i i fell in love with this brewery uh again these last couple months 
because uh, they started shipping out this way a little craft brewery but they do a lot of like rattlers and like fruit flavored things so it's a very summertime beer they got a pineapple rattler that's incredible a sour like cherry fucking dope and they're all like two percent so it's fucking drinking water it's oh, great oh hell yeah um but i s- sat there i drank every beer on their menu spent my 60 dollars there <laughs> had a way better time and um we wound up playing a festival like a couple nights later and the sound guy for us was the husband of the bartender that i had when we were sitting there oh no and so it was like oh, this funny. super small world thing and like him and him and i now we still keep in touch he's in our discord server talking about this and that with me and it's that's dope. dope that's fucking sick he's also he's got a majestic beard it's great it seems to be a common theme around yeah. here yeah hell yeah if you don't have a beard you can't hang <laughs> yeah it's true luke's so not luke's allowed out. around anymore yeah. Yeah. yeah i was gonna say where's luke going <laughs> You went from having both of us to just me now. We got rid of him. (laughs) He hasn't shaved in his life. That's what we get. Oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Oh, I mean, he's only 12, so. That's true, yeah. (laughs) He's not ready yet. You got to teach him how, right? Exactly. The amount of people that hit me up when I said that, they were like, why'd you say that? And that was awesome. (laughs) Dude, Dude, we're a bunch of Canadians. (laughs) Fucking roast us. We do not give a Oh, I thought it was great, dude. I thought it was great. Yeah. You were talking about on that Twitch talk, and I was dying laughing. I was yep. like, yeah. That was so good. Yep. Dude, the way you like hit your mic and just were like, yep, no, it's done. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was fucking howling, and I was like, it's going to peak if I keep this here. Like, I had to. <laughs> I'm like, I've got oh, enough man. room that this thing like just misses the dresser that it goes by. Yeah. So I'm like, it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> thing went flying. <laughs> oh, it's so oh, funny. Yeah. Uh, Batch, I think we're down to you, are we not? I think so. Um, my next one is Swing by Knuckle Puck. Um, this was my ringtone for a very long time. It was um, your swing tone for a really yeah, long time. Yeah, see, see, ah, <laughs> like... Oh, I got the comedian um, in here. Yeah. <laughs> this uh, this song meant a lot to me. Um, when this record first came out, I was in a pretty shitty spot, and um, this song kind of helped get me out of it. Um, just all just the chorus. Uh, not much to show for this time spent alone. I swing, but I miss every time. There's so much fight left inside, but I and I fought the good fight, but I just can't let this one go. Like. Um, just, and then the bridge, um, is it the bridge? Where is it? It's not what it is. When he said, oh, it's the second verse. Um, feel the rush of blood beneath my skin. Can't keep myself from dwelling on this like you did. Cause it's so dark here more than it ever was. Close the shades, clean my head, slump back to bed again. Like I just, that lyric just uh, like. lyric is really good. Yeah, it just absolutely like rang the bells on Notre Dame in my head. I was like, they get it. Like, I love this. Um, so yeah, the the guys in Puck have always been like uh, a weird band in the way that they write lyrics and like how relatable it is because like uh, I'm horrible at articulating like how I feel and what I mean in almost every like relationship I have. Same. So for, for us to be able to come out here and talk, it's always dope because like this yeah, is yeah. so like fluid and easy and like it, it doesn't feel like you know we're pulling teeth to have a conversation where I feel like 
in any romantic or even like serious kind of friendship that I have with people. I always feel really difficult to have those conversations. Oh yeah. Um, but then you look at Knuckle Puck and the writing songs, like I just called to see what's good or yeah. it's like, yeah. and it it's everything they've ever done has just hit the nail on the head for exactly how I want to speak yeah. and how I want to express myself. And so it's dope. So I'm really it's glad that, that you threw that the on point. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like sometimes, sometimes bands can get super intricate in like how they're going to like, portray like a lyric or like a verse or something and then there's other bands that are like just like that like i feel sad today okay that's all, that's all i needed to hear that's like yeah. that's also good too and oh, i'm yeah. dude, i'm so weird because i try to do so over the top and you know personified bits of this and very detailed explanations of this and then luke's like hey we're fucking getting high and getting sad <laughs> like that's yeah it's, it's awesome but like it's very it's two very different people and it kind of makes an interesting dynamic working on a record when we're sitting and both trying to do like i want this to be a little more like idealized and theatric and he's like nah it's got to be exactly this we've got one song that i don't think is going to be a single but is by far my favorite on the record um it's track two so when it drops i'm pretty sure it's two track two oh yeah track, track two. two got it blur track two it's great um <laughs> but song song two sorry yes um yeah no uh but it's like him and me we we had some film guys come in and like document a bunch of stuff and there's like a good probably 15 20 minutes of footage uh that we're combing through and it's me and luke like dude just try the line this way like i'm serious like it's gonna work it's it's hitting the spot the way i want it to but i don't want it to be like that it's just this just try it but i just i want it this way back and forth and so it's really funny that I, him and i can both agree we love knuckle puck as, as a band mm-hmm. uh to listen to a band that is very blunt and to the point with how they're trying to say it but then we sit down and we try to write our own shit and we're both trying to do very different things <laughs> yeah <laughs> hell yeah all right rolling back up in the triangle yeah um i i, I gotta do it um only because they shot two music videos this weekend and i'm very excited for new music uh settle your scores keep your chin up and your expectations down oh yes, yes baby dude. yes baby yes. this fucking band this fucking band We mm. met these guys. They were the first band we toured with in America. We played like back to back together every night. Um, Tim, when he blew out his shoulder, scores drummer Caleb came in and filled in for him, along with other people. But like, <laughs> we've had we've had other tours where Tim's like unavailable for a show or two for whatever reason, and Caleb just fills in and knows the set. Like, That's we've unreal. got we've got an amazing relationship with these guys. That's but, fucking awesome. Um, I don't know. I don't know what it is. We had really fun on tour together. Um, the video for this song is a speed dating game. It's hilarious. But we got to do all these shows together. So obviously we're pranking each other. We're fucking around. And I I throw my bass around. Like I just don't give a fuck about it on stage. It's flipped. <laughs> it's tossed. It's wrapped around me. But I pull this one flip at the same spot in every song or every set. And every time I did it, I would look out and I would point at Score's bass player like, dude, one up me one up <laughs> now jeff is a phenomenal like he's a way better bass player than i will ever be but he always was like i fucking hate that you do that 
So like <laughs> we started doing this game where he would hide behind somebody in the crowd and I would flip and I would find him every time. That's and he just awesome. had this, this shit eating grin on his face. Like we, <laughs> <laughs> um, so like we built these really good relationships. I had Christian on on a Twitch talk, like very early on. We were trying to set up a Dungeons and Dragons game together through the internet because the fuck not? Like a board. Yeah, stuff. yeah. Um, but the kicker and the reason that this was the song that I chose, the first verse does the, they, they do a lot of split vocals. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so Christian does that. At this point, I think we're both aware that this is going nowhere. Every lull in the conversation is a pretty clear indicate, indication that we're wrong. And then Ricky picks it up and every fucking night like the first three or four nights i was like that's not the lyric like no way that's not it and then every night i started hearing it and hearing it and i'm like yeah that's the lyric so it's a different girl a different name but the story stays the same maybe she doesn't get my jokes maybe she snorts her 20s up her nose uh is it just me do i look crazy are my sights set too high are we meant to compromise and after like wow. the, the fourth or fifth show of it I mean, fuck, dude. How many of us have been in those relationships where it's just she's more care, like gives more of a fuck about something else than she does me, and this just happened to be like a drugs deal, and it's okay. Well, do I deal with her having a problem, an addiction, an outside interest, and compromise with it, or do we just try to be better? Um, But after like the fourth or fifth show, I would roll the twenty up and just stick it in my nose and just let it hang there for that spot and like when when you tour with captains i'm gonna try to fuck you up on stage without getting on stage this is amazing doing a show in fucking it was midnight jacks in oceanside california it's this little brewery they hooked us up with like pizza and salads and shit but they gave me the biggest salad bowl and nobody else was eating salad like fuck we're on tour who's eating a salad yeah yeah but I've had a couple slices of pizza and there's a salad bowl and gold steps are on stage. I'm pretty sure. And I just walk up and I'm standing like front against the stage, just eating salad, watching their set. <laughs> and like, that's just the way I fuck around with things. Thinking about the 20 hanging out of my nose. And it was like, this is a fiver. This is a Euro. This doesn't count. Oh, okay. It's not, it might be worth the same in Canadian, but I'm just sitting there like, <laughs> <laughs> Like no no emotion, no nothing, just staring at it. And it took a couple shows before he realized I was doing it. But he fucking lost it. The dude also stands up there playing this flying V and just shredding, tapping, and singing. And I'm like, fuck you. Like, <laughs> he's the funniest dude I've I'm ever met. So happy you did an example for us. Mm-hmm. That made me very happy. That's awesome. I'm like, I, I was thinking, I'm like, I don't think I have a 20 on me. I got euros on my desk. Might as well use that. There you go. Yeah, I mean, like that. That band just shot some new mu- um, new videos. The new music's gonna be fucking incredible. Settle your scores are gonna ruin my ear holes by the end of 2021. I'm sure. Fuck yeah. Oh fuck. Yeah, I, I love these wait. guys. Yeah. Like, yeah. Same. I well, first off, their album covers are fucking seriously cool with the cartoon rabbits and all that yep. weird ass shit. Like, I just love it. It's like super cool. Well, but so, yeah, go ahead. The guy, the guy who did their shit also designed this flag oh no oh, shit really shit, shit. so same so, artist yeah so the reason that we actually went with him because was because he crushed their fucking artwork for yeah story. and he's canadian he's a dude from toronto jake carruthers no shit well shout out to him because i like yeah. it's like the new school uh cartoon shit with their uh their albums and shit that's, that's amazing that's what got me hooked i heard that i figured them out a little bit ago but yeah the first song i heard by them was how to screw up your future and disappoint your loved ones and i'm pretty sure that was on i think i mentioned that on one of the pods yeah, but, you did. Yeah, dude, and I'm just gonna mention it again because we're talking about it real quick. But like, 
their lyrics are fucking killer too. Like that first verse is I've been grinding my teeth in my sleep and each night I try to count all the wolves and sheepskin, but there's just too many. And no matter what I do, it's clear to me I'm born to lose. I'd complain, but who would listen? It doesn't make a bit of a difference. And that's like your typical pop punk self-hating, you know, mental health awareness shit that like people don't talk about and people always keep inside. Like literally he just beats himself up in that first verse, which is like Mm -hmm. what caught my attention to these guys. Not to mention they're like, kick ass and like all their music is fucking sick but yeah like dude that's a great pick man that is a great pick there's some of the best guys i think we've ever gotten the opportunity to tour with and uh it's fucking wild because like uh vicky who vicky and ricky are dating oh it's not it's not confusing talking about them but vicky is like a phenomenal makeup artist and like her and ricky are like the perfect couple caleb's girlfriend and their dog are fucking adorable they let us crash every time we're in town um christian and his wife now Brittany, are like their goals as 2017 that sentence is hashtag goals fucking couple um he's christian's got a podcast like the man just doesn't stop fucking hustling and so like outside of music too those guys are like a great inspiration on just how to be a good person that's awesome that's That's inspiring to hear that's really good good for them no yeah I i feel like you don't get that a lot anymore like there's a lot of people that are and like i know i have my points where i'm very almost disingenuine with a lot of things yeah um but that's more just because i'm tired yeah okay. more than anything else but like to meet dudes that are just very excited all the time um the dude we got very fortunate on that american tour that the guys in Southern scores were incredible the dudes in garden side are some of like I, I have not met more stand-up people than the four guys in garden side gold steps hooked us up more than i could ever ask for Makari Andy Sizik as a phenomenal fucking vocalist and world-renowned kind of performer is one of the most down-to-earth dudes and I don't think I've ever Dude, he's a fucking riot. I've never gotten FaceTimes from somebody more than him (laughs) and I don't have an iPhone. (laughs) Like, he will just, he'll message me on Facebook like, hey, I tried to FaceTime you and I'm like, dude. I don't have an iPhone, man. (laughs) So we'll do the call then Um, and it's just like, we got very fortunate Felicity and Brigades. Like, I got... Uh, Darren from Brigades gave me the shirt off his back one night. Oh I no like, shit! Wow. I, I like cool. that shirt, dude. And he's like, "It's yours." Like, we got very fortunate on that tour to have um, very genuine and very awesome and honest and lovable people. That's awesome, I can't man! Fucking wait to do it again. Yeah, for <laughs> real. Lord. I'm so excited for you guys to tour. Like, yeah, I'm thinking we might just follow you guys for a few shows. Like, yeah, no big you, deal. You guys have enough shit down there that we might as well. <laughs> like, you know yeah, what I mean? If like, I fucking... say that up here, I'm stalking you for provinces and hours <laughs> and days. Like, we'll go. I mean, you guys want to play what? New York, New Hampshire, Maine, Mass. We'll follow you all the Rhode way around. Island. Rhode Island. You got to Google it. Fucking <laughs> Providence. Holy <laughs> Me and Providence have some fucking times. Let me tell you what. Oh, oh man, I bet, dude. man. I bet. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a dirty place. <laughs> I, was telling... I was howling because, like, when we played there, we played at Alchemy. So it's, like, second floor of this whatever building. Super wide stairwell, but it's, like, short. So, like, the stairs yeah. aren't super wide. So we're carrying all our gear up. And I'm howling because, like, the promoter told us way earlier than we needed to be there. But they told all the bands that. Uh, and I can't remember their fucking name. I don't think I ever learned it. Because I was too busy crying, laughing. Uh, they were they were black veil brides. Yo, yeah, I remember you saying that. Painted and everything, right. fucking getting out of their mom's like Mazda three to carry gear. Motherfucker, that was great. Yeah. Providence, Rhode Island. I was yeah. telling um, 
who was I telling about? I can't remember who I was telling about the um the Malachi thing. Same night. When, yeah, that was I was like, oh, you know, the captains guys were playing in Providence and this guy, they had like comedy guys be like oh, the openers right. for them. And then the guy was like, and this is Malachi. And Andy was like, yeah, thanks, man. <laughs> like, it's actually Mercari, but okay. Of course, when I had Andy on a couple of weeks ago for Twitch Talks, I had to bring that up. I was like, hey, yeah. what's the pronunciation of a band name? He was like, you fucking dick. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good one, man. That was a, uh, that was a fun one to watch. Yeah. It was a short one. Yeah. Kinda, but he's... Nice. Like, I think I still have, like, I, I crossed off five of my questions that I had with him. Out of oh, a full shit. like sheet. Oh wow! Hell yeah! I go way over the top on these motherfuckers. It's great. Yeah, we we do the same thing. <laughs> like we get to, like so like over prepared sometimes. Like, mm-hmm. and we're like like we had so many questions that we were gonna ask you guys, and like by like ten minutes in, we just basically crinkled it up and threw it away. Yeah. We we're like we don't need it. But I think the <laughs> like, best part about that is like that's to us like we had so many like, questions yet. But it, because it was so natural, so fun, and we had such a good time, like, I'm glad we didn't ask because it would have been like, okay, uh, can we ask this question now? Like, yeah, we asked a few questions, but it just became so fluently, like, easy. Natural. It was like, yeah, natural. That it was like, oh, fuck the questions. We're just having a good time. Like, it yeah. worked oh, out well, great. I mean, I fucking, I love that shit. Like, we've been on this for almost an hour and a half. Yeah. And just, like, shooting the shit, telling stories. Like, I love it. This is exactly yeah. what, this is what interviews need to be. And I don't care. I, I, I will watch the long ones anytime yeah because i always feel the short ones are very much like so where did the band name come from and uh how did you get into music <laughs> Yo, chill the you fuck know, out bro you Yo, know exactly what i'm talking about right Yo, that's a thumbnail yeah. <laughs> yeah, <dude. Wait. laughs> oh okay oh that's fucking great <laughs> Oh, all right, God. all right, Kara, we're going over you. Let's go, let's go, let's go. All right, I'm going with a band you both don't know, uh, Camping in Alaska. Oh, the Alaskan Frontier. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they weren't on that show, Cops. Um, <laughs> they, uh, these guys uh, are really cool. They came out in 2013. This is the album, Please Be Nice. This song I'm going with is, and I'm going to butch it to all you Dragon Ball Z fans out there. I'm sorry. So probably just Mike is the only one I know that's a huge Dragon Ball Z fan. But the song is called Dragon Ball Z Budoka Tenkachi 4, which is also a video game that came out um, a while ago, a long time ago. Uh, PlayStation 2, that's how long ago. And I know things get the best of you. Sometimes they do me too. I know life's hard to figure out sometimes. Yeah, so they named the song shit. after that game. But get let me get into the song. So yeah. this fucking song is absolutely amazing. This song is super slow. It's acoustic. It's I don't I don't know if they have like a hillbilly vibe to it. I don't know how to explain it, but just go fucking listen to it. But <laughs> that's probably the best way to describe it. As a right? dude from Alberta, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so thank you for backing me up. But so this this song I found randomly again, and I listened to their whole shit, and they uh, they just give me that like calming sensation of relaxation, relaxing, and like um, I know I'm beating a dead horse here, but just making me feel okay. And like when I was doing this top five, I was like, okay, I got like 
a heavy song like from the band Blooms. I got, you know, your typical pop punk handguns, Four Years Strong. And I was just like, okay. And like, Four Years Strong is a little heavier too. But like, I was like, listen to this. And I was like, this is definitely like one of my top. And yeah. it's just a really good song. And the lyrics are really meaningful too. Um, and like the opening and the way he sings is really cool. Like I said, like kind of like that hillbilly-ish type shit. But it's like, and I know the things get the best of you. Sometimes they do me too. And I know life's hard to figure out sometimes, but we'll make it through. But please don't change. It's that just, accent, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's Spot just, on. Yeah, yeah. So thank you. Thank you. Uh, so the second verse is my favorite part. Um, it's I, it, in the way he says, it says, hey, I know people are full of shit sometimes, but hey, we are too. And I know it's hard to fucking deal sometimes, but I can't at all. So like, being honest in saying like, you know, you're, you, we can, we as humans can be full of shit, uh, but to realize that, and it's hard to fucking deal with life sometimes. And I can't at all. So like this song's just really a touchy feely kind of sappy song. If you're into a sappy mood, but yeah, I fucking like this song and I hope you guys at least enjoy it a little bit. Fuck yeah. But yeah, man, that was, that was my song for that. Uh, like I said, I feel like my next one also kind of falls to that side of things, like just being a little more out there than anything yeah. else, but it works. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to switch it up a little bit on the top five and, and, uh, oh, look, Mr. Batch. Yeah. I, uh, was going to say I did the, uh, same thing actually with my next one. We're so cute. What, which yeah. one of yours is the next one? I'm curious here. Um, chief state. I'll be a mess with you. That slowed it down a little bit. Um, I think this song, um, actually, this one and the next one, actually, like, I don't know. They have, like, the most meaning, uh, especially this one. Um, I implore anyone who's going through anything mentally to uh, put on headphones, sit down, um, if you're thinking about taking your life or, you know, just having a bad day, um, put this song on and think from a different perspective other than yours, like put yourself in like your parents' shoes or in your significant other's shoes or in your best friend's shoes and think as if it's them writing this to you. And I guarantee you, you won't feel the same way that you do now because this song is so it's just beautiful the way it's written. Uh, honestly. Um, that was basically it. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I totally get it. I mean, again, these are dudes that I've toured with for years. Like I've been really good friends with all of them. Um, my parents have made dinner and breakfast for these guys. Like they are very important people in my life. And I know kind of where they were at when Fraser was writing this and Mm -hmm. it's it's amazing for this song to kind of come out and be what it was in a time where not only just the band but like a lot of us in the scene and a lot of people i think throughout the world were in a a very dark and kind of lost place um it, it felt really good to kind of get that that justification and reason put out there because like 
again, you guys know I've had my struggles with shit. I've sat through therapy because I was borderline ready to just drive off the road and see what happened kind of situation. Mm -hmm. Uh, And one of the big reasons that stopped me was very much like, well, what's this going to do to my mom? Yeah. 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 And like, I, I, it's as fucked up as it is. I'm sure my dad would be okay eventually. Yeah, I know well, what like, you're saying. My mom would never get over it kind of situation. Nah, yeah. Um, and yeah. I, that's not saying my dad doesn't love me. My dad is my biggest supporter. The man has flown into different states in different sides of the country to come watch me play. All he wears is Captain merch. <laughs> that's awesome. Dude, when <laughs> I sat down and told my parents I didn't want to go to university anymore and I wanted to like focus on music, my dad was like, okay. Sick. Oh man, Which what a great support. I, I came from a very, uh, you know, my, uh, every male on my dad's side of family has their master's in engineering. And it was very much expected for me to do that. Yep. And then I was like, hey, I want to actually do the exact opposite. Go into debt for quite a while. And probably maybe not come out. Probably destroy my liver. <laughs> I've been very fortunate that like probably my fall. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm on my like, I should be on my third. It's the hardest working liver ever. It's great. <laughs> um i'm fucking rick sanchez of canadian pop punk i'm sure love it but uh yeah no like when i was going through shit and like you know those times where you're sad and you just want to listen to sad music to make you sadder oh yeah that's where i was at and this was one of the songs i listened to uh and just like between this like um you found there is as fucked up as it is the odd front porch step song that like it just hits the right way. There's a lot of Corey Wells that does the same thing. Oh, cool. mm-hmm. um, yeah. This wildlife, like there's a ton of music kind of that way that just when you're sad and you want to listen to it to feel better, that this falls right in with and it helps pull you out of the dark place that you're in. Yeah, man. That's that's the whole re- I actually, funny thing, I was in a dark place when I found this song. This is the first Chief State song I found. And... All I did was on Spotify, I typed in sad pop punk. <laughs> and this was like the one of the first songs that popped up. And I was like, I'll be a mess without you. I was like, I like that. And then I was like listening to it and just everything about it, like the, the chorus when he's like, so I'm hoping that you'll pull through, do what you yeah. need to do. I'll be a mess without you. And I'll keep writing all these letters home so you know you're not alone. Tighten your grip and don't let go. Don't let go. Like... It just like, I looked at it like it was like my mom saying that to me or like another loved one saying that to me. So I was like, it just pulled me out of it for that reason. Just the way I like looked at that. Yeah, that's, fu- that's fucking beautiful, man. Yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. that's it. That's what it does. That's literally yeah, what yeah. it does for you, man. I mean, I'm in the same boat. Yeah, I, I know the feelings. And I love that band very much. We're three sad, bearded, backward, snapback <laughs> fucking friends. This is wild. That's right. I know. That's I love right. God damn. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, I know you guys kind of wanted to touch on uh, kind of some of the movement stuff and whatever. Oh, yeah. You yeah. Do you want to do that now before we yeah, get into Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're yeah, in the right go. space for let's, it. I don't want to yeah. go this way than that way. And <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. It, it, if we're doing a roller coaster, you go for the big sads and then come yeah. down to the happiness. So yeah, let's, yeah. Uh, let's dig in. Yeah. Steve, do you want to read it? Do, 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 do we want to read it? Yeah, we'll read it. You can read it. I can. I can. I can. Pull I don't it up have it. it. I'll pull yeah, it up. Give me one oh, second. Okay. All right. You got it right here. So, little background: the yeah, drummer from Movements posted. Well, Movements posted it on their Instagram story, um, and it was just really eye-opening. I think 
to a lot of people, especially me and I know Steve, because we go through it. And um, when Steve's ready, he'll read it. What yeah, I'm, I'm ready. Yeah. All right. So before I read this, yeah, um, one of the things I want to mention before I read this is uh, when when a band posts anything like this, it's it's it, it's so important in my eyes, at least that doing something like this with such like a, a spotlight on you mm-hmm. is, is very, you're putting yourself in a very vulnerable spot first off and you're doing something very brave and courageous to do that. And in hopes that, you know, you can feel a little better and get through what you got to get through. And the other thing that's probably so that I know is so big is with a spotlight that big, you're letting people know that you're not alone and that Mm -hmm. we are banned and we do, you know, we have a lot of fans and we make a lot of music and this and da, 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 da. And you know, they have the same problems you do because we're just, yeah. And we're human. And you know, I was talking to my girl about it, Tori. um, And I was like, you know, that they like go through it because obviously like a band like movements, you know, that they like, battle depression anxiety and everything um same with like youth fountain and chief state and all these other bands and you know captains and everything but like when you actually hear them say it like not in a song yep it just like hits like so different like it's just a different feeling when you're like oh shit like it's it's real it's raw it's in your face it's not just a lyric it's not something they felt last week or two years ago that they had in their you know drawer in a notebook it's something that we can all, like you said, it's just different. That's, yeah. It's just different. Um, so I'm going to read this. Um, so this says, for those wondering about my absence in our behind the song video series. So, so my band has put out a series of videos explaining the creation process behind each track from this latest album. I've seen a few comments and questions asking about my absence in each of them. So I thought I'd take a moment to explain why I chose not to be in them. In doing so, I have to briefly come clean about an aspect of my personal life. I'm happy to say I'm now in a better place mentally, but that wasn't the case. Always the case. 2019 was the peak year living with depression. Unfortunately, part of that peak was spent during our time in the studio where I tried my absolute best to put all of that aside, but ultimately I could not. The video series was meant to showcase a recollection of our writing and a sense of pride for what I've had accomplished together and I just wasn't in the right frame of mind to be proud or to think back on anything. I've always had a hard time speaking in front of a camera or being interviewed and being in that incredibly negative mental state sort of took over a bit of confidence and willingness I had to participate in the video series. To anyone who, had, to anyone who might have been wanting to hear me elaborate from the side of writing, recording process in greater detail, I'm sorry for leaving myself out. I look forward to having more opportunities to share my experiences in writing with the band. Until then, my DMs are always open to talk about music, writing, inspiration, and that end quote there for that segment. Damn. There's a lot there to kind of unpack and unwind, but the one thing I know me and Batch talked about um, that that kind of hit, the kind of, I mean, you're reading it, it's sad, and you're trying to understand it, but the, the part where I was like, oh, shit, um was where is it okay here it is it was 
Uh, the video series was meant to showcase our recollection of our writing and a sense of pride for what we had accomplished together. So it's supposed to be something really good and some prideful accomplishments. It's supposed to be a good time. And he says, I just wasn't in the right frame of mind to be proud or to think back on anything. So like, like he wasn't even proud. There was no like, yeah, any feeling <laughs> it was. So this, I don't know. I don't, I'm not trying to speak for him, but that's kind of like what I got out of that sentence was kind of big. Yeah, and it's you know that that record was such a fucking banger. Like you should be proud of that. To follow up, uh, feel something with that. Like it's crazy, and to to think he wasn't proud of that is so sad. It is sad, but I I also I know it's I also mentioned how it's it's sad that he had to go through that alone, and it's sad that he had to go through that period. But it's right. It's it's a it's so important to recognize the fact that he got out of that and he's in a better place and mm-hmm. that he recognizes where he was and that he was able to, you know, he didn't have to publicly announce this at all. No. He never nope. has to explain himself to anybody or justify anything. Um, as a human being, we often think that we have to, but him doing that is, I think, the best thing he could do for himself to grow and you know, be a better yeah. version of him and a happier version of him and a healthier version, number one, of himself. And I think if, if I say anything, I'm, I'm so fucking proud. And I, I, you know, I'm just so blessed that people who have such a, uh, a starlight on them can do that because, you know, he didn't give up and it shows nope. people not to give up. And especially what's been going on with COVID everywhere, like that statement alone can also be an uplifting and a beautiful thing to read. You can also be mm-hmm. like, wow, like, look at that. I'm very proud of that. So anyways, yeah. um, that was my main takeaways from that. No, I know I kind of went off a little bit there, but yeah. Yeah, man. I, um, I definitely agree with that, that it, it shows, you know, that no matter what, no matter how dark it seems, no matter how bad it might seem like, it is okay. Like it will be okay. Like there is never, like there's never a good time that it won't get better. You know what I mean? Like just because you're having a bad day now doesn't mean that tomorrow can't be a better one. Mm. You know, it might not be the best day you ever had, but it's a step in the other direction. So that's what I, that's what I thought was so powerful from that was that he came out and said that and went through all that and he came out on the other side of it. So I think that's a good message too, that no matter how dark it gets, there's always a light. That's right. Yeah. What do we always say, Batch? Your, your feet are there, right? Yeah. Where are your feet? Where are your feet? You guys got weird sayings down in Boston. <laughs> <laughs> you should hear the other ones we say. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be some fun times. Tickle Come me on. later. <laughs> <laughs> I lost my cockies and my cockies. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. I like that. That was good, yeah. Uh, uh, no, just when, when you guys sent me this that we wanted, you guys wanted to talk about it, it uh, reading this really put like a lot of perspective. And like I said earlier, like I, I struggle very hard kind of articulating how I feel. And, you know, I, I get to be active and do dumb shit to let all like the bad thoughts and the bad times out. I'll still have breakdowns on tour and shit, days that I don't want to get out of the van, whatever a lot of that is built up exhaustion as well, but uh, reading this has never 
like I, I haven't read any kind of band statement or personal statement that resonated as hard as this one did. Um, especially cause like we, the start of 2020, I was on cloud nine. Like I had my dream job. I was doing everything I wanted. Like my life was golden lockdown hit. I kind of spiraled out. Um, I did, I, I was drinking a lot heavier than I should have been cause I had nothing else to do. Yeah. Um, and like that obviously didn't help. Like, I mean, even now I'm drinking with you guys, but like, yeah, <laughs> it's, I, I drink socially now. I don't drink alone. Uh, right. I, right. That that's where my line kind of is. If I'm drinking with other people, it's fine. If I drink alone, that's depressing. So I don't do that. <laughs> um, but like we, we sat and we did the record and right around the time we finished the record, you know, I had a lot of personal things going on being between like relationships with roommates, exes, uh, we lost the family dog, like whole bunch of stuff kind of going on that just hit in a very quick succession right around, you know, my 27th birthday when I'm like, everything's supposed to be, am I 27? I don't fucking know how old I am. I'm going to say 27. 27 (laughs) sounds right. Yeah, no. (laughs) I'm like, I was doing the math in my head the other day to like figure out how old my dad is. And my dad and me, our birthdays are a day apart, but like, 33 years in between so i just had to do the math in my head of how old he is to what i am so yes 27 uh so right <laughs> around my 27th birthday i'm supposed to be doing really well and i'd always said that by the time i hit 27 uh that was my make or break either i was doing something in music full-time and this was like the move or you know that i am past my point and it's not gonna happen fortunately i'm in here i'm doing it oh yeah it ain't going anywhere um but like everything's kind of spiraling out. I'm getting older. I'm hitting a lot of realizations. Uh, and I felt very alone between a lot of different realms. And there was, and there still is points of this record um, where I'm not proud of the music that's going to be coming out. Like I know I should be the, the yeah. realist in me and everything I've done knows I should be, but there's points where I sit back and like I, we sit and we practice it or I'm sitting and listening to it. Um, I took like the last two weeks off of practice my my new lady um, oh yeah i love the sound effects it's great uh she, she's from philly but she was up here visiting for six weeks we figured out like all the visa stuff to get her over the border uh, i actually flew her down uh back home on saturday drove down to calgary dropped her off at the airport and then drove back here and whatever else mm-hmm. um and she's helped me through a ton of this and has been phenomenal but um that like during a point of everything like i was very alone and so i took two weeks off and i'm still practicing these songs and there's still points playing them that like i know i should be stoked about parts but i'm just not and i know everybody else like the rest of the band is in love with the record and could not be happier but there's parts that i think just where i was when we were doing things the same as the story so far relationship it just doesn't vibe with me the way that it should right on a personal level i very much feel this of this I want it to be more than it is mm-hmm. kind of situation. Yeah. But in the same breath, like you said, the movements record's incredible. I'm sure the captain's record will be like a six out of 10. Like we're going to be good. We'll see what we give it. Let's, me. let's Excuse not me, sir. Six? six out of 10. Excuse so me. You, you guys realize <laughs> the first review I want to see is y'all's fucking take on the record. Oh, like immediately. Know. You all Hell yeah, that's that's of. happening, dude. It's, it's not even gonna be like I'm waiting for it. I'm jumping in a Zoom call and be like, "All right, <laughs> I'm not saying anything. My <laughs> mic is off. I'm watching this play." 
have to blank you out so you can that's say a, all the stuff. Fucking yeah, pre- that's a, premiere day of the record. I'll jump in and we'll do an empty space takeover. Dude, Hell we, yeah, yeah dude. We've already literally talked about it. Like, as yeah. soon as you guys drop, we're jumping on. Like, yeah. We're doing yeah, it. we're literally gonna we're gonna play it while we're on here, and we're gonna just like <laughs> a song by song. Fuck breakdown. This sucked. This sucked. This sucked. <laughs> I guess that was okay. I guess. That what was the okay. What the fuck were they on during this one? <laughs> I'm sure. I'm, be okay, more I'm, like my reaction when I first found out about you guys. Yeah, I'm sure that'll be it. Well, we'll we will see when this single drops Mine. between now and December. Whenever the first song comes, December. I don't fuck it. this year. <laughs> I know this year. That's oh. my time frame at this point. For a single? Well, for the record. For a single. Oh, oh for, for the love of God. Well, at least we know we're going to be friends for a while. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, and this, this is why I figured this was the right point to throw all this serious stuff in. We were in a sad note and all yeah, that. Yeah. And then I'm, I'm going to go ahead and go with this next one, and it's Nickelback, Burn It to the Ground. Okay. Can we, um, yeah. Was this legit or was this, this... no? This is legit. Okay. I, I knew it. So we've <laughs> we've been very outspoken a lot about being a band that likes Nickelback, uh, and it half started as a joke because we did an interview with Hot Topic in California in early, like early 2019, mm-hmm. uh, where Nickelback came up and it was a topic of conversation. Uh, Han Albert is like three hours from us, so we just know them. Like it's it's close enough that we feel like there's a relationship there. The end of that tour, we're doing the stuff at Alt Press where I'm talking about Wonder Years and suburbia mm-hmm. kind of making me feel old. Uh Tim goes on a rant about Nickelback. <laughs> and so it started being this like, yeah, it's a little bit of a joke, whatever. But then we're like in the van driving away from AP and like we just put it on. Because we're like, why not? Like this is it's not bad. It is. And no, then no. we I, all I, just, we got into this point of like, you know what? This is actually fucking solid, whatever. We were somewhere in the middle of BC. We stopped at like a truck stop and I go up and I'm buying like a Gatorade and beef jerky. And at the checkout till they have a Nickelback greatest hit CD. <laughs> and I look at it. And I'm like, I, fu- I have to, like, there's yeah. no way I don't. I'm the first one back to the van. Uh, and so I get in, I like, turn to auxiliary, pop whatever CD was in, out, throw the Nickelback one in, turn it off and sit in the back where I always sit. And so they turn it on and it just starts. And I think like animals is the first one or some shit. And so I'm like, fuck yeah, like this is great. And like tracks one through seven are fucking heaters. Like you don't skip a single one, but then they start like eight, nine and 10 kind of do like the mildly like date rapey ones where I'm like, they nope and so skip yeah. skip skip <laughs> and then you get back into the good shit yeah, uh, but yeah. i think i spent like 21 dollars on a 20 track nickelback greatest hits at a gas station unreal uh, and it's it still it's in my car to this day i've got a Solid. six cd changer and it's number six so whenever <laughs> i hit that it's just nickelback day and i'm fucking loving it Wonderful. that's but great so, dude. yeah burn it to the ground it's uh, it's in drop B. It's a heavy fucking song, and I'm sure if any other band played it, everybody would lose their shit. But because Nickelback name is on it, people get pissy about it. But Nickelback yeah. is Canada's second greatest rock band. You I don't know who first. the first is, but <laughs> I just feel like it feels it feels a lot to say they're the best. 
Who is that? There. Who is that band that everybody loves? I can't remember the name. In Canada, they're like huge in Canada. What, tragically hip. Yep, yep. They're like the biggest. That that's probably to me. I think would be the biggest band in Canada. Okay, Are they a they, country band? I don't. I've and, never listened to them. Them and Story so far are on the same level for me. Ooh. Well, that's fine because it, <laughs> it's it's a weird one, and this this has actually gotten to the point that like there has been a drunk screaming match between me and Connor about Tragically Hip because it's oh it's my not God. it's not for me. I don't care for it, <laughs> but people up here will slit my throat if I say yeah. that at the wrong bar, kind of thing. So it's. <laughs> It, it's you love it or you hate it and um when we were shooting our last music video our manager's in there and he chimed in as well and he's like i don't like tragically hip i grew up like my dad didn't like them so i didn't like them and just kind of how it carried over and uh luke and connor were like well i didn't like them until i saw it live and apparently that's the line for a lot of people is they will not like them but they'll see it live and it changes the game really yeah so tragically hip and story so far the same thing for me, but i didn't see <laughs> hip live before gord downey passed away which i will uh, say gord downey was a canadian treasure nobody deserves to suffer like that the man fucking played it through and rocked out till the end hell yeah we still do the anniversary show on his, the year the day of his death every year they show the last concert on tv yeah i've heard about that yeah just from listening to spitting checklists and stuff um like a lot of the Canadian guys, like the tragically hit, the tragically hit. I'm like, Jesus Christ, these fucking guys must be like the fucking the Beatles. Doesn't do it for me, but I know a lot of people that will love it. Hell yeah! All right, Stephen. Uh, sorry, what did Connor call you on Sunday, Stefan? Stefan. Yeah, he called him Stefan. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Luke was like, oh, I think it's Stephen. Uh, <laughs> he called him Stefan. Yeah, yeah. I fucking yeah. love it. He <laughs> Do people Stephen. literally call me that all the time? Stefan. Not the first. You know? <laughs> but I mean, they also but get your fucking, they get batch fucked up all the time, too. Every time you say anything, like, Bach. Bach. No. No. Right. Like, You're no. the only one that calls me Kara, so. No, they just started calling me Nick. They're just like, oh, yeah, what's up, Nick? <laughs> Which is great because I'm also in there the entire time and they don't acknowledge yeah. me. Oh, great. <laughs> I know you. I'm, I am the fucking, I'm the man in the chair. You all remember Kim Possible? I'm waiting. Yeah. The, <laughs> so you're the captain's, the captain's thing? I, is that yeah, you? I, I am the captain's account. Because, oh, like, the Easter that. egg one, when like, they're looking for eggs, you're like, there's some here. And they just weren't looking there and you're like, they go look over there. So many. <laughs> so, it was actually, um, so when we met Anne, um it was we played a show in lancaster at the chameleon club she came out she missed our set but she hooked us up great we stayed in touch ever since um so she knows the entire band and stuff so when she was up here we went and like had a fire in luke's teepee and we're hanging out and cooking dinner and shit and then they're like oh hey tomorrow we're doing an easter egg hunt on the stream can you go inside and hide eggs and there was like they found half of what we hid Holy there fuck, was a ton a there was they went and bought them themselves so they knew oh how much there God. was but i was like and i was eating while i was hiding like i just like that's great there's one here and one for nick and one here and one for nick <laughs> jesus christ that's dope. Yes. Uh, they they have no idea it's stefan and back <laughs> no clue i'm like what the fuck all right it's okay <laughs> luke, luke like clued in it takes luke like four times to meet somebody before it's like figured out I'm we just usually sure get Connor, like the empty space podcast guys. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's I'm, like. Yeah, I'm pretty sure like Connor forgets me if I'm not around long enough. 
Um, I uh, actually have to go give my Nana uh, her food. food. She's yeah, go do your thing. She's dude. on the we'll, Rome right now, and we'll sit and chat. God only knows what's gonna happen. I don't. You can do yours if you want, Batch, and because I'll, no, I'll like wait five minutes. All right. Yeah, it's all good. We'll yeah. chat. You, all right. you be careful with the chickens. I will try. Last time after the podcast, there was chickens literally shitting and flying in my house with my dog and my grandma. <laughs> it was wonderful. <laughs> I I'm gonna let oh, that man. one go again. It just happened. Dude. <laughs> it's chaos. Yeah. Jesus. So. <laughs> And we're back. Yeah. Well, well, we're waiting for Steve. Yeah. So, um, I mean, we've we've all taken our breaks through this. I ran. Yeah. Beer. You ran to the washroom. Hell yeah, man. The timing could not work better because I don't have to be at practice for another hour still. Oh, dope. So, is everything done? The record's done. Recorded. It's just got to get mixed and mastered. Yeah. Mixed and mastered. Um, it's all being done by Caleb Shomo of Beartooth. Hell yeah. And so obviously with them putting out new music and stuff too. Now you guys are on the back burner. But we're not, he's, dude, he's crushing it. He like, is he? I'll wake up at a fucking email at three in the morning. He's like, yo, another song's done. Wow. Like the, the man is just like, let's fucking do it. But it's, I'm, I priorities obviously tooth and getting all that done. And so yeah. he's got to run and do press here. He's got to go do a video here. Um, he records and makes and masters all the two stuff himself too. So like, I don't want him sacrificing anything on that project for us. And like EVR hasn't really said, you know, deadline this day mm-hmm. kind of thing. So the only thing that is done is the single. Right. Cause we needed it for the video. So obviously there's a little bit of a push on that, but yeah, so no, just sitting on that one. So is the video coming first or is the single then the video a same day? Uh, they're going to come together. Nice. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. We're sitting and doing, like I said, I've got a meeting Wednesday. Nice. I'm checking the calendar now. Yes, Wednesday. <laughs> Wednesday um, to sit and kind of discuss rollout and when everything's going to happen and all that kind of stuff. So it's soon, hopefully, is oh, what yeah, it sounds man. like. Like, I think, I feel like Equal Vision's kind of getting antsy about it too, because it's been two years since we put out the, that that guy. I just got that from you guys. Yeah. I was uh, spinning it the other day. That and uh, um, let us to our former selves. Yeah, I was like, going to give the Canadian boys some love. Uh, I'm, uh, like I said, I'm very excited for the the rest of the, both of your guys' lists. They're mm-hmm. absolute fucking bangers coming out of there, dude. Yeah, um, but like. Again, I don't want to spoil it because obviously it's coming in like minutes as soon as Carrie gets back. But that's uh, your last pick is one of my favorite bands as is, let alone like people I've toured with. Yeah, man, he's he's awesome. Like he fucking, I'm assuming, I'm assuming he writes all the lyrics, correct? He writes everything, records everything. Like it's all him dude he's a fucking killer like and he's like 23 dude that's unreal yeah tyler's in... he uh i watched that acoustic thing he did that yeah. like concert like dude he, he's just like there are he's on another level like i'd say the sky's the limit for that dude like yep. well, I mean, so he, talented he's on the dream record label he's i know man opportunity on opportunity when they when they got the offer for the can't swim tour that they did dude that was a killer tour man 
they were in my living room. Like they just played Edmonton the night before and like same kind of situation. They woke up with an email like, Hey, we got an offer for can't swim. Yo. And I was like, can you say that sentence with I like was... some surprise, some excitement? Like it, it's weird. Cause <laughs> just, I, uh... I, I know, I know we get like that too. Like when I got the offer for the tooth job, I, w- I was in the back of the van and I was like, Hey, uh, bear tooth wants me to go tour manage. Y'all cool with that? Everybody's like, yeah, yeah. Like, just, like, very normal. But then I, like, called home, and my mom's like, what? You're going where? That's so sick. It was a, it was a weird time, because, like, I never – I haven't feel like I've earned any of this. Like, I very much have the imposter syndrome. Yeah. Uh, where I'm just like, yeah, like, I'm fucking – I'm doing what I do, and apparently it's working out for me. But I also, like, I get reminded – a lot that I work hard. Um, and like on this screen, we're sitting and chatting. I've got like a little window on my other screen. That's got um, the Instagram chat up on there. So I can kind of follow along with what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And then I've got uh, the captain's schedule for like everything I need to do this week and all the graphics I need to make. And oh like, yeah, tomorrow I'm posting the graphic for the season finale of Twitch talks. And uh, on Wednesday, we're talking about merch and Thursday, I have an interview to do and, Oh, Saturday, we're doing a photo shoot that I have to still book and like a bunch of shit like that. And I'm like, that's right. I do a lot, but it doesn't Hell feel yeah. like I do a lot. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm very You're excited. enjoying it. it uh, I'm tired. Of it. Yeah. I also need to eat still. So like speaking of eating, Scooby Snacks making Fucking his way back here. Here we go. Here, yeah, here we go. But uh, I was at that uh, Can't Swim tour. That would have been so fucking dope. Dude. Okay. Killed it. What's up, boys? What's up? Another round of Scooby Snacks. I said I deserve it after giving my grandmother her dinner. Yeah. What, where's your dinner, Kara? He's eating it now. <laughs> Cookies and Scooby Snacks. Cookies, Scooby <laughs> Snacks, and uh, and some drinks. And and batches of anger. Um, uh huh. <laughs> That's all right. He just doesn't give a fuck. He's like, get as mad as you want. You can't do anything to me. I, I, I don't know if you guys caught the stream with uh, Andy a couple weeks ago, but yeah. I literally, like, I got home. I threw pizza in the oven and was, like, scrambling to get everything ready. It was when Anne was still up here. And so I'm, like, getting on my settings right. And she walks in. She puts the plate of pizza down next to me and just, like, closes the door, leaves, whatever. And I forgot to eat. And so I crushed, like, Ew. four of those fucking tall boys. And by the end of it, I was like, whew. And I looked over and I was like, yes. Dude, you were like, <laughs> I was like watching your face because you, like, I'd say that, like, the third one, you were starting to get, like, red faced. And I was like, uh oh. <laughs> that's my time. I'm just like, I'm feeling good. Yeah. And, like, I was, like, going crazy, like, messaging you on the thing. Shit. And, like, I was throwing out the letter Kenny quotes. And then you were firing him back. I was like, fuck yeah, he gets it. We're best friends. <laughs> We got the same name. I feel like we're just we're stuck next to each other anyway. Oh hell yeah, dude! Short, fat, bearded dudes named Nick. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> we got this. Yeah, Steve, you can't hang out with us. All right, see you guys later. I'm gonna hang my grandma. <laughs> I'm gonna watch the prices right. Sweet, dude. I did that. When the fuck did I do that? <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> it was like I was like I watched it not long ago and I couldn't figure it out. But it was um, Friday night at like three in the morning when we were in a hotel, like before I took the end of the airport. It was oh, just shit. the only thing on hotel TV was like Price is Right. Friends. Um, it was all yeah, game friends. Shows. <laughs> just game shows. This fucking hotel TV was shot. But we did like Price is Right. Um, 
the deal, deal show with fucking Wade. Deal or no deal. Oh no. No. Um, let's, let's make, make a deal. deal. Yeah, let's make a deal. And the Jane Lynch weakest link. Oh, and it's oh, hilarious because Anne's like so. Anne's parents have MBAs from Duke and Harvard. Oh shit! So like really business mind oriented. She grew up with it. So she's half asleep, and they're like, and it's a new car, and they list off the price, and she comes in with like under five hundred dollars on every oh, fucking. Wow. Like she was so close on everything, and I'm like, wow, we need to get you on TV now. Yeah, right. But For she's real. unconscious. She's like, a new toaster, seventy five dollars. Okay. <laughs> Okay, sorry. I was I was loving it. It was great. That's, That's awesome. awesome. I mean, like, and I like I was sad. She was flying back to the other side of the fucking country, so I'm not gonna sleep. I'm gonna enjoy listening to her talk in her sleep. It was great. Yeah, it and was she great. Was yelling about prices, right? <laughs> Who would have known? Yeah, sometimes you just roll with it. Yeah, man, for sure. All right, Kerr. All right, I'm ready. Yeah. No. Yeah. Sorry. I have uh, my can't. I have to watch my grandma with like this. Uh, we have cameras set up so that we can make sure she's okay. And I saw her moving away, making moves with the dog. <laughs> and uh, you don't know, break for it. you don't know what could happen. So I was like, oh, yeah. I gotta go. So I keep, that's why if you keep seeing me turn my head, I'm like, oh, it's all good, man. So, anyways, let's get into it. My last one here. Uh, we're going to go with uh, WSTR Featherweight Waster. let's get into it this fucking song this fucking band absolute killer this band reminds me a lot of neck deep like the yeah you think just yeah right (laughs) (laughs) um this song uh well fun fact was based on a party night and um we all had that go out of the hand type of time um and it's just like a really good song and i really enjoy it it came out in 2015 and yeah i fucking love this song fuck yeah dude so um i've always like as i got into waster on the south drive acoustic version they put on youtube oh yeah dude but that i don't know how that was my introduction to this band but it just kind of like kept going and going mm. um but i want to say what is it bad to the bone yeah i feel like that's like, with the fucking ouija board moving around and shit yep um that whole record with the identity crisis like was fucking phenomenal especially for like a growing album too because so. he, he changed the vocal. He changed his vocals mm-hmm. on that, too. So he sounded less like Ben Barlow and kind of more like, oh, this is Waster, not, hmm, who could this be? Right. I, I know there was talk, and, like, it might all be hearsay growing up. Oh. In like the, the DPPG group and all that stuff. Um, but there was people talking about how the Welsh and, like, the British actually hated Neck Deep for a while because he, they felt like he was trying to hide his accent and sound more American, and they felt like that was very un- unpatriotic and stuff. So oh, when, wow. we, when Waster kind of did the switch, and it it sounds British. Like, they sound like a British pop-punk band. Oh, 100%. Because um, we talk about that with Trash Boat. How, like, in some songs you can hear, like... Big time. You can hear Toby's accent. Yeah. Like, I forget what the... What is the name of the song, Steve, when he's... Barefoot on this broken glass. Like, oh, yeah. I got to figure it out now. I can't remember what the I'm, I should. I'm also looking this up right now because I, I just feel like I can. <laughs> <laughs> Freedom. That's not the name. I, like, I, I know I hear it a bunch in like Guys of a Mother. Yes. Yep. Um, 
you hear it in Trinquory on nothing right uh nothing i write you for sure for and sure like a good chunk of crown shyness you can really hear it through yeah i think it's off an ep is it the split they did with nick Eat? no that oh, was I'm, knuckle oh, that, puck. yeah i'm thinking knuckle puck the artwork is very similar yes um, uh is it perspective it is yep, yeah it is, it is. It, i think yeah. it's off of um that that EP with the kid in the mirror. Yep. Framework. Oh, framework. Artwork. So you're doing that. I was looking at YouTube. So <laughs> one of us did things, right? I was on Genius. <laughs> That's what I ended up on. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. We're so, good. That only yeah, took us a good two minutes. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. We um, figured this out. We're fucking scheduled here. Yeah, definitely. But no, yeah, um, it's it's one of those things. Like, so when Waster switched up and Sammy started singing with a bit more of the accent and kind of leaning into it, I think it did a lot more for them. Yeah. Um, and I, again, they were a band that's always been good. And I feel like they came up a little too late because yeah. Like, yeah, I think they missed it. Doing the neck deep. Thing. They missed it by a year or two. Yeah. But they're still an amazing band who's still doing oh, yeah. things and putting out phenomenal music. Absolutely. I love that band for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess it's my turn. I'll end things here. Um, my number one, I guess you could call it, would be um, Blooms by Youth Fountain. Well, there's nothing left to see but an empty, Uh, this song like dude i i can't get enough of this band um Mm -hmm. at all like i just can't like um i feel like every time we do one of these they're on one of ours like one of their songs is on one of our top fives every time we do this um like you want to talk about nailing the mental health nail on the head like tyler fucking 10 out of 10 just gets it and then his vocals are fucking 10 out of 10 like they're they're the i was talking to nick earlier when you were downstairs steve about like the sky's the fucking limit for this dude oh yeah so fucking talented like just unreal band like they're just awesome um i'm not even gonna get into lyrics with it just just go (laughs) listen to it if you haven't already like it's just perfect if you want lyrics, go listen to our episode on Youth Fountain. Yes, that's, broke yeah, them there down. you go. See, uh, see Steve. <laughs> this is why I'm here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, we broke promotion. The- yes, it was yeah. really good. Um, go look there, uh, dude. What do you like the acoustic or the uh, which version do you like best? I don't care both. Because both fucking yeah. slap. Um, I really love the acoustic version. It depends on my mood, I guess. That's like true. if I'm in like a sadder mood um like then i'll listen to the acoustic version but if i'm in like a meh like kind of sad kind of not mood then i listen to the uh regular version of it yeah i think it's the um just the the outro to it like is my like probably my favorite part the way he screams well there's nothing left to see but an empty worthless shell of a man and that's nothing to be proud of 
I'll never Fuck know yeah, who I dude. am. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I love. I get so hyped, dude. I know, dude. It's so hyped, bro. And with all the shit. like, what gets me the most is, and with all these late night thoughts, knowing in the back of my head I'll never see you again, and the older that I get, the more surprised I'll fucking be. I haven't ended it all yet. Like, mm. just fucking come mm. on, man. Like. <laughs> mm. How do you know what I'm thinking? Yeah, <laughs> dude, it's so unreal. The boy is living rent free in everybody's head who's ever heard his band. Mm-hmm. For real, it's it's just so good. Um, yeah. Actually, I'm yeah. I'm flipping back to this here because, like, I again, I had him on Twitch talks not too long ago. Yes, you did. Um, yeah, you this, did. This is a dude who, Jesus, I have done way too many of these. What the actual fuck? Boy, somebody's got to stop me on this. What are you showing me? <laughs> Empty what space mentioned in story. Who? The t-shirt lady mentioned us in her story. Oh, shitty stain. I mean, shit stains. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh um, hell yeah. But no, so I, I, I got to talk to Tyler about a bunch of different stuff on ours. And we got to play the first, first Youth Fountain show uh, back in their bedroom talk in Vancouver. And there's people driving up from America to come see them because they had done so well online with social media and putting out, like, I, I still, my favorite You Fountain song is Grinding Teeth. Oh, it's dude, yeah. Song. We've been here before. Yeah. Down on the on floor. The floor. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, man. And so, like, I, that's, that's always going to be one of those ones that it is a favorite, I think, because it was the first one I heard. Mm-hmm. The same way that Melrose is always going to be my favorite one to your song and shit yeah. like that. Um, but we got to play that show and watch these guys go from, okay, they're just a couple dudes in a basement, like kind of figuring out how to play songs and write together and work to being like absolute, I, I don't want to use the term rock stars because rock stars don't exist anymore, but they were, they're doing these shows. They're getting the crowd hyped. I remember playing in uh, Kelowna with them, which is like the middle of fuck nowhere technically for you guys. Yeah. It's, Four or five hours away from Vancouver. Um, I've heard it's beautiful there, though. It's like, Kelowna's a time, I've heard. Yeah, it's amazing. But we played this show in this little it, a Viking-themed bar. Oh, and shit. This is one of my favorite fucking joints to play. And it's one of those joints where you play in the corner. Like, there's no stage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know the, door, oh, okay. the door is, like, about. right there kind of thing. You can barely fit four people on It's like there. a BFW. It was dope. I loved it. Yeah, it, it, pretty much. But we're fucking having a great time it's awesome i think that it's like a hundred cap room and it's packed oh, wow and like i again i grew up going to shows in skate park i grew up going to shows that look like this that were yeah. just all fucking yeah. mental same bro and i feel like that has kind of gone away from a lot of different things but doing those shows with bedroom talk with youth fountain really brought it back and like you can see that people are excited about the music and really relate to it and go hard and Batch and I were talking about it while you were where you stepped away, uh, Kara. And he was like, when I talked to Tyler about it, um, he he's been doing shit for so fucking long. Like he's twenty three years old. He's been playing music since he was fifteen. Fucking 16, baby, man. dude. Um, but his first band, Air Combat. If you find this stuff on YouTube, he's drumming in it, and he looks like he's fifteen years old in it. Like, oh, shit. and it's not that long ago. But you see him grow from that to everything else that he's done, and work him and cody working together was amazing with cody moving on to other projects which are also i've fucking listened to those and holy fuck you guys have no idea what's coming oh, oh shit. okay oh, okay fuck. yeah <laughs> well it's like i i've heard new youth found i've heard the new stuff cody's working on like 
just what those guys are doing and the offers put in front of them, there's no doubt in my mind that if like Warp Tour came back, these guys aren't like a six o'clock slot on main stage. They're headlining. Their project. Not quite headlining because like, you know, you're going to get like the data members and the all-time lows. Yeah, yeah. But these are going to be like two or three slots before them, right? When everybody's getting... Like where the story so far usually is. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Damn, dude. That's fucking sick. Yeah, Youth youth Fountain, dude. When I found Youth Fountain, I'm not going to go down a tangent, but God damn did they save me from where i was bro because i found them and i was going perfect time dude yeah some shit and i remember hitting batch up like bro you gotta listen to this band and i was like oh my fucking god then batchy got surprised me with the vinyl uh and that was fucking sick and it was just yeah there's yeah he's like (laughs) oh i just broke my pen um (laughs) just fucking flew um anyways yeah i'm glad i'm not the only one that just sits and fiddles (laughs) with these during got a pen uh, but anyways, yeah, fucking awesome. You know what's weird? I listened to him so like they would he literally would put me to sleep. That's how like like it was like all I would listen to for probably like a month and a half. And Batchy knows like what was going through and how the lyrics just like were so much with me. But mm. I'm at a point now where I've listened to it so much when it comes on, all I'm thinking about is what I went through. So like there's days lately that I'm just like I have to skip it because I don't want to think about that. But then there's days where I'm just like, it just hits like so perfect. Oh man. Like I could, I just, yeah. I'm going to stop talking because it's so good. <laughs> it makes perfect sense. Like I'm right yeah. there with you. But, oh, they're just I'm, on another okay. level. I'm literally just sitting here and I was going to, because I'm sick of just messaging straight to the fucking empty space one. So I was just going to get a group chat going for the three of us. And holy fuck, I scrolled through the empty space one and Jesus Christ. Batch, you're never allowed to shave again. <laughs> god <Why>? damn the <laughs> baby face he was a cutie oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. The, like, uh... i mean care if you go down to mutton chops like whatever i'm fine with that <laughs> you mutton shop. yeah i had the flow and everything back then yep. too man like the luscious locks dude oh yeah oh look at this guy look at this whoa look at this handsome whoa. devil <laughs> Look at this. Yes, I do. I do it myself, and I don't trust the top yet. Uh, <laughs> I, there, there was one thing. I'm glad I actually did do this. Um, but you guys have the picture of Parker Cannon, like way the fuck back when, um, holding the suicide sign. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So the Carlos, the guy who created the suicide sign and did like the Instagram stuff, is the Beartooth merch guy. Yeah. And so that sign still comes with him on tour everywhere we go, and him and I have had full conversations about it and just talked about you know how many people have reached out about uh you know what that sign has done and how much it's helped them and it it's really cool to see you know all these years later it still resonates with people mm-hmm. yeah which is dope you know what's cool about um a little side note here about Beartooth was i found Beartooth the same time i found the story so far uh the ghost inside like all those bands that i really got into and i remember that fucking um disgusting was like the album that like really made a difference for me and i don't think i dug into their newer stuff but like like lately but like i need to do that again because it's one of those bands i slept on since like i went through like all my shit but disgust that was like that shit saved my life going back to the whole mental health thing that that was part of it there was only like there's only so many bands that did it but like there's a good like handful that really really stuck out it's uh they definitely i feel very weird about being associated with them the way that i am 
um just because like they were a band that very much was the same thing like uh again i'm just th- i'm throwing songs in that fucking group chat i just made for us oh hell but, yeah. yeah while i was thinking about that <laughs> uh disease by Beartooth. it's it, it nail on the head when you talk about mental health and getting through things and being in proximity with caleb while things are going on like th- there's not a whole lot of i don't want to say it's his story it's not mine yeah, but there, there are nights um, I remember being in London with him that like between or uh, Manchester or some shit like that, that there was a, a moment where they always they would end on I think it was end on disease and then they would come back in with um, I don't even fucking remember, but they, they always like they would end on the same note. And the emotion that he would pour into that song and just the explanation of how everything is and all of that was incredible and um we're backstage they're supposed to go on for the encore like you hear the the crowd chanting the rest of the band is good and he just like grabs me he's like i need a minute Mm. and i'm like oh shit what what can i get you like just you know what do you need and he just like kind of walks me back with him and he is like get me in 60 seconds like i need this minute just to get everything out and i'm like cool so i just kind of like stand there and he gets all the emotion and everything out of his system. He gathers himself up and he walks back on stage and just crushes it. But to be around somebody who is very outspoken with all the bear tooth stuff and the attack attack and everything he's done about how hard his mental health has been and how much he's had to overcome. And I look at this dude as, you know, a, an idol, a role model, a, a God for any other word of, you know, he's, we're the same age. He's gone out and done amazing things. He's toured the world. He's got, an amazing wife, an amazing family, the support and the network and the, I don't know the right way to show it, but like everything has kind of come because he's worked hard and it shows and he's still struggling with this. And it kind of oddly enough makes me feel better about when I'm having bad times and I'm struggling. And yeah, I've messaged him and just been like, dude, like I'm having a rough day. Send me a breathing exercise. Mm. And he'll just, sit down Dude. record himself breathing walk me through it on like that's a amazing half call and i've got one saved to my laptop that like when i'm when i know i'm hitting that point because i'm starting to become a little more aware of my limits and where i'm at and when i start feeling that wall i just bring this video up and like it's literally i'm watching a video of caleb shomo showing <laughs> that's that so breathe. awesome that and is we're just sitting there awesome. doing this like exercise and like i feel better about it but I'm also like, you know, 16 year old me would be pissing himself if this was like, if he knew what oh, the yeah. fuck I was doing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's incredible. But yes, like tooth, disease, everything. Like that, it nail in the head for mental health. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's beautiful. That, I'm glad that you, you got that too. Like, yeah, man. A lot of things out there that can help people. And for sure. Like I said, like, I, I did a lot of, I want to, I don't want to say basic, but like expected things when you're, you're not doing well and stuff. Like, you know, I tried being sober. I tried doing this. I tried doing that. And I, I hit this point where I was like, you know what? I'm going to try therapy now. Cause like nothing yeah. else is really hitting the same spot. And like, I obviously that being a new thing, it's not like I can speak out in a lot of interviews about it. Like you guys have given me a very good outlet for something like that, that I can have these conversations and talk about it where, you know, I'm off cycle. Like I'm not, I'm not doing press a whole bunch, mm-hmm. but I would be very, like very comfortable if anybody asked me about it and, I, I highly recommend it. I want to be able to do therapy or check myself into a fucking 
mental health hospital once every two years just to kind of you know reset and feel better and get away from it all because there's nothing wrong with it no. the world is fucking overwhelming especially the way that we are now it's oh, yeah for sure it, i mean we talk about that yeah yeah all the time like what you know you gotta talk to someone eventually yeah. like you can't just keep it all you can't keep it all in because there's nowhere for it to go but eventually come out and yeah that's when people have breakdowns and that's when people unfortunately commit suicide. Like, yeah. cause they keep everything in and don't think there's anyone to talk to. Well, yeah. you know, there is. So I went, well, I feel yeah. like it's even, it's even more than that is my, my big thing for the longest time. And like the band understands that I have my dark spots and whatever else. And obviously like my mom and I have a, a very good relationship, both me and my parents do, but Mm-hmm. When I'm down and out in that way, those are not the people I want to go to. Mm-mm. No, yeah, of I, I course. Wanna, no. I want to go to somebody who is almost unbiased. Yeah, yeah, they're not in it. If, yeah, if I go to my band and I'm like, hey, I'm really upset about this, they're like, well, fuck that, you're better. Or if I go to my mom, it's, no, it's okay, like, you're my boy. And it helps, but it doesn't help the way I need it to help. Yeah, yeah. that's the so, stuff you've been doing forever. That's the stuff that's, that's, it's already, you already know it's there. You already expect it maybe subconsciously. Like, I know I can get that from them, but yeah. there's more to it that you need. And that is like the, I mean, everyone's different, but that is like, for me, it's the, I don't, this lady doesn't know what inkling about me, my friends, my life, but sh- there's just something that I get out of talking to this random ass person who isn't mm-hmm. random now, but at the beginning there's just something you get out of doing that and yeah oh and it's been absolutely incredible um it's funny enough because like we we finished my sessions and everything and he like i'm walking out last week he's like you fine if i still like text you to check in i'm like definitely like this is a dude who genuinely cares um that's awesome i'm very openly joking with it but uh, i tell a lot of people i'm illiterate just because i really don't enjoy reading yeah mm-hmm. it's just it's not a me thing i like i like a visual intake instead of this like conscious like internal monologue of me reading somebody else's words um but he was like very much like again i was dealing with a lot of loss and he he's like hey there's this book on amazon it's seven dollars i can pay for it if you really want me to but like i highly suggest you read and it's just like the coping with grief kind of handbook deal mm-hmm. i was like no nah, sure so i bought it i read it it helped uh, but then being able to talk about that with somebody was awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's a big factor. I, uh, oh, yeah. And it's okay. And that's, that's good. And I think that's, I'm glad you even said that, man. I think that's important for people to hear and not, and like, not that hearing it from me in batch isn't like, you know, good, like good, but like hearing it from somebody else and somebody again, who's in a band going back to like the whole movements thing. Like, you heard it like from fucking nick from calling out captains and you know it's you know there's a stigma on it and there shouldn't be and i personally myself last year right before covid i i haven't i was in therapy since i started therapy when i was nine years old and i stopped when i was like 16 and i was prescribed Mm -hmm. fucking like 14 pills and i took them until i was 16 then i started abusing them a little bit and then i started selling them and then i got off them cold turkey and then you know, and all this stuff. But right before COVID hit, I went through a fucking really tough time. I remember calling Batch, telling him I was going to end my life and blah, 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 blah. And then, you know, my family had like an intervention with me and uh, I ended up going to a mental institution. And it was like, oh my fucking God. And like, 
at first I was really angry and I was like, why? Like, why? I, like, am I like, you know, my special, like, do I need to be in like, like, like put away and like locked in a soft room and all this weird shit that, that I was thinking. And I was just angry that I was there. And then when I got home, it like, I don't know. It kind of like, it was kind of like, you know, like scare camp. Like it like scared the fuck out of me. It was like, like, like mm. I don't I I took it as for me this was just me for this one time that it happened was this isn't the first but like straighten up change because you know yeah. this isn't this isn't what you want this isn't this isn't okay so you know get the fuck out of like whatever hole it is and like this is me talking to myself like I'm not telling people to think like this okay so this was just how I took it um it was just like you know figure it out have the feelings great but let's try to figure out how you can stay alive and keep moving forward and I remember, I remember crying on the phone with you, Batch, for like a fucking mm-hmm. hour or something shit. And it was just like, bro, it was like, it's devastating. But like, now I'm in you, therapy. <laughs> you, would, you would call me not wanting to go. No, yeah. You were like, can yeah, I come stay right. with you? And yeah. I was like, nah, man. You, I was like, I told you you had to go. I was like, yeah. you got to go get help, man. Yeah, and, it was, it was know, tough. But I, It yeah. had the same effect on me that it had on you when I had to go to it. Like, yeah. And... It, it was like I'm never going back there again. Yeah, like, right. Yeah, you know, I was like, "Fuck that!" Like, time to fucking figure it out and get get the help you gotta get. And because I was always big on not taking medication, like as a yeah. kid, and like, because like my uncle committed suicide and he was on antidepressants, and I was always like, "Well, What's if they work, so, yeah, if they work so great, why did you know what I mean?" Yeah. So, but after I spent the weekend at a mental hospital, man, that was it. I was like. I'm going to do whatever I got to do here. And yeah. uh, that was it. It also like, it also real quick. It also just went back on that note of like, it's, it kind of scares you. When I get into that point a little bit again, I have to remind myself I was there a little bit just to be like, okay, maybe mm-hmm. don't go down that hole again. But right. anyways. No, I mean, I, I've sat and I've been in relationships with people, be it roommates, girlfriends, bandmates, whatever it is that, go the medicated route and like i know it's fine there's nothing wrong with it it's uh, being canadian i feel like there's a little bit less of a stigma for it because there is like the free healthcare Healthcare, side right yeah dude it it doesn't cover a lot of the psychiatric and the antidepressants and stuff but it helps um and i like i sat down my first day and i was like i don't want to do that i want to learn how to beat this on my own Mm -hmm. and he was like cool like that's the fact that that's an option for you is awesome and like you know, it, again, it rectified a lot of the feelings and justified a lot of the emotions that like, it, it kind of counteract a lot of the misconceptions because I very much expected to go in and be like, I'm depressed and want to die. And they're like, take this. And that, it's just not me. Yeah. I'm yeah. also horrible about like, for a dude who has a lot of things scheduled out for my personal <laughs> life, like I'll forget to brush my teeth for like three days kind yeah. of mentality. So I don't, <laughs> I, I don't trust myself to take that. And so I was like, no, I want to learn how to do this and like i i learned you know breathing and coping techniques that i had done therapy before that taught me the exact opposite it taught me a lot of like repressing things and i had a very bad taste but mm-hmm. uh just at the point that i'm at now is i don't want to be repressing things because then you know i'll lash out and I, i've had screaming matches with the band on tour that have no like there's no reason for me to be mad about anything with them yeah right these my these are my best friends we're working together for a goal like there's not a single thing anybody in my band can do that would actually make me pissed off, but I'm in a bad place and I'm going to get nitpicky and I'm going to be like, Hey, 
you fucking moved my beer from this table to that table. I'm pissed about it. Yeah. yeah. And I, I don't want to be that guy. Like I want to be, I, I'm an angry human. And I think that's why, you know, I feel very comfortable talking about this. Like, honestly, if anybody walked across the three of us on the street, like there's a little bit of like minor fear about how we look like big dudes, yeah. beards, tattoos, <laughs> oh, yeah. all that. Oh but yeah. We're, yeah. We're fucking teddy bears at the end of the day. And that's why I feel, right. I feel very comfortable having these conversations of like, Hey dude, like I'm a scary, big individual. I needed therapy. I chose to do it on my own because I knew like the fuck else am I going to get better with? Yeah. And it Mm -hmm. helped. I think a lot of people kind of gotten to understand that. I think you guys have been doing amazing, giving a platform for artists and people to kind of come in and talk about it. Uh, and like, I, I'm fucking happy to be a part of this, you know, Hell yeah, no, I have yeah. no problem jumping in once a month and talking about music and self-help for two and a half hours. Yeah. Fuck yeah dude. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah, Let's man. make it happen. Hell yeah, man. This, it this it, it flows it. good. It yeah. flows good. And, and it's nice to have, you know, just another buddy that we can, you know, even another perspective, like you said, the whole, like, you know, uh, the whole way you went about it. Cause me and batch know about each other. We've talked about it. It's nice to have another person, you know, chime in on like, you know how how they felt and what they went through with therapy and like and also the whole the three of us together are coming together to say the same thing it's like this may work for you this may not work for you i'm sorry car i'm trying to watch you do that thing with the pen with your finger oh my bad bothering my me. bad <laughs> dude you, how do you only have nine fingers i, was very I don't know for a while there. <laughs> um but no all i was saying was the three of us together no matter what have the understanding of like you know we just want to get better and we want other people to get better. And right. no matter how you do it, whether it's therapy, whether it's medicine, whether it's none of those things, it's uh, yoga or meditation, like that's good. You're, you're pushing forward to be better every single day. Like keep trying and keep doing and keep living. And I think that's important. And to have like somebody like you, Nick on here is just another addition to that. And again, with the platform you have people, fans, people who don't know you, like, that's important and that's empowering and that's what mm-hmm. people need to hear man and like yeah we may talk about music for in two hours but there's a good half hour in there that people can like take away and be like oh shit you know these guys aren't just talking about dick jokes canadian goose and fucking boston khakis so <laughs> <laughs> if that's not the title of this episode dick jokes yeah. canadian goose and boston khakis we that's fucked it. up that's it <laughs> I'll make it that. I'll no, make and it I, that I mean, like sure. I said, this this is one of those things. Like, I've anytime you guys have reached out, I've been very excited to come on and do this. Oh hell yeah, man! Appreciate a part it. of we it. We love because, it. Again, you guys have a platform that you guys are using for the betterment of promoting bands and talking about mental health, mm-hmm. and especially in 2021, like you can't have one without the other anymore. Fuck Everybody who's been nah. locked up for this long is depressed in some way, shape, or form. And whether you can get out of it on your own, and that if you can, that's fucking amazing. And I'm super proud of you. If you need help. You know, there are the resources. I know you guys have talked about it before. I think Luke mentioned it last time. Um, mm-hmm. And then like just dealing with everything else, it's, there's always somebody to talk to, be it the three of us doing dick jokes and shit on here. Yeah. Or, you know, <laughs> you go and you talk to your mom, you talk to a therapist, you talk to your best friend, you talk to your band, your teammates. There is somebody out there that's going to listen and it's going to be able to maybe not help or maybe not understand, but they're going to give you direction. Yeah. which is was the biggest thing for me is I just needed somebody to be like, that's what you need to do. Perfect. For Absolutely. sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Hell yeah. 
Oh, wow, that was fun, boys. I gotta, yeah. I gotta say, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this. I do have yeah, to get going awesome. myself. Um, as I, I got, I got practice to get to, so we're yeah. all in the same boat. Awesome, Hell yeah, dude. Really Thanks again, man. You. Yeah, for sure. Yes, um, this any, is awesome, any, dude. Anytime, if you guys want to do this as a monthly thing, I'll come hang it. out and shoot the Fuck shit. Yeah, dude. Yeah, let's do it. We can, we can do it once a month. Well, Batchy's the one to fucking figure all the calendar shit out i'm terrible I'm the, with social media it must be a nick thing because i'm the scheduling guy here I'm trash too. i'm terrible <laughs> i was telling batch before this pod how bad i am with like i'll be on my phone for an hour and then i won't touch it for two you know eight hours and then i'll touch yeah. it for 10 minutes and not a day I'm like i'll text bad. them i'll like text them and be like yo let me know what you think of this and he like doesn't get back to me and then i call him i'm like yo did you see that and he's like nah <laughs> i'm not good I'm, I'm like, good. dude. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm, I'm literally sitting here like messaging our labels right now, like while yeah. we're hanging out. I'm just like, yeah, I got to do this. It's a Nick thing. Yeah, <laughs> I, I have this weird, uncontrollable detail. Like, I figured out my work schedule, my band schedule, and I did this podcast all in the last two hours. You're an animal. Oh, yeah, you're I, a fucking I, animal. I don't know if I have ADD or not. I don't think so, but <laughs> the, the signs are all there that I do nine different things at once. Yeah. Right. But yeah, yeah. I, well, like I said, thank you guys again for having me. I'm sure we'll be in touch. We've got that group chat now to send fucking tunes and shit back. And yeah, forth. let's get for it. Sure. Um, go, I, I gotta go practice on a new bass and figure out some shit for the band. So I all will right, catch y'all next time. Hell yeah! Tell the boys who said hey. Yes. Definitely. See y'all. All right, all right boys. Later. All right, Batchy. All right, dog. I gotta. I have eaten. So I'm me like, neither, bro. Fucking. I just want to do yo. two quick things before we leave okay band shit um no no oh. actually more more personal oh no. okay um so real quick before we go i just want to say something uh i have talked about this lady before her name is brenda uh she let me she changed my life she let me live there for you know a couple months where i had nowhere to go uh very caring and loving lady uh if you all could just like you know uh, send a prayer or send your love her way. She's in the hospital right now. Uh, oh, I didn't shit, say it's dude. Um, she's having brain aneurysm. Oh, no, um, man. She's bleeding from the brain. I, uh, we don't know anything more than that. Uh, she is coherent. She is there. But that's all I know. So if you guys could just uh, give your love to um, this beautiful, beautiful soul, lady, loving, caring damn. person that'll do anything for you, Brenda. Uh, yeah, Brenda, we love you. You know Brenda Batchy. <laughs> dude, I'm like tearing up, man. Like that sucks, yeah. dude. That's um, tough, dude. I wanted to uh, just say that real quick because uh, I just found out that out before the pod, actually. So. Oh man. Um. Hopefully she makes it through. Yeah. Uh, but she is an older lady, so. Anyways, that and then um, okay. So the last thing I just want to mention here is um on April seventeenth in my hometown of Pembroke. Uh, we tragically lost uh, two members of the Pembroke High School's class of 2016, uh, Joey Barolini and Billy Hickey. Uh, I just wanted to also, you know, young kids, young kids, they played hockey, good kids. Yeah, they uh, lost their life at too, too young, man. It's 23 years old. Mm-hmm. It's fucking too bad, man. You know, and we, we, we don't really talk about it on here much because we're not a sports podcast but um the hockey community is different 
um, you know, like I've made friends like Steve from this sport and um, I know how it is. Like it, it's the, it, we're a family. Mm-hmm. Like if you play the sport, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a different feeling than anything else. So like when something like this happens, it doesn't just like fall by the wayside with other, like, you know, it hits differently. Yeah. Cause you know how they were like, they were in the room with the boys and you know how the rest of like all their buddies and all the kids they grew up playing with and everything else are affected by it. And yeah, you know, I've seen it. I think with the tragedy that happened in Humboldt. Oh yeah. Um, I think that, you know, really showed how tight knit the hockey community is. And I've seen it with, you know, there was an accident when I was playing high school hockey. Um, our goalie almost died. Um, and it was, you know, more than just a game at that point. Like, it was other teams, like, that we, you know, hated were coming up to us and, like, telling us they were sorry, asking us if there was anything they can do. And it's like, you know, we're all in it together as a hockey community. And it's very similar to the pop punk community yep. where everyone's a family here and – so please, you know, keep keep those families in your prayers and in your thoughts because it's terrible. It's tra- it's awful. Twenty three years old that those two lives were lost. Um, that was it. All right. Well, thank you, Nick, for coming on. Yeah, man. Calling all captain boys. Appreciate y'all. For sure. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Be on the lookout for. Their new music. That's right. Twitch Apparently, talks. you heard it from him. Be on the lookout for some new Youth Fountain, too. That's right. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> ooh, get ready to rumble. All right. All right. I got to go. You got to go. Yeah, we got to go. Same, man. See you later, buddy. We love you all. Bye. Bye. Bye, dude. Later, man. Yeah.